Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And I recently went bowling. God, I just okay. can't And he only used intro. two fingers. It, well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well. Can we, that can we introduce our, our esteemed... Yeah, I, I want to say before we before we actually say his full name, okay? You know, sometimes sometimes you know we get we get hate mail. Sometimes, most of the time it's good, but every once in a while we'll get this little like, hey, you know, like, you know, you guys you guys only have like you know the top names of air show industry on this and that this and that, and I just want to say, you know, the last three guests that have been on, and I say three because there was two on the last episode. Okay. Double have been men of the people, right? They're, they're, they're flying. They're not flying the craziest airplanes, but they're kicking ass. And I feel like that makes us the podcast of the people, right? We have another four cylinder assassin on this podcast. Marco bow joins the podcast. Finally. What's up? What's up? (laughs) Fresh off the camp. uh, I know exactly. Literally. I, landed from Tennessee at three o'clock and then I had to fly to Delaware to pick up my dad. And I got back like an hour and a half ago. I love it. You should have left traveling man. Delaware. I Showing am. Us yeah. how, how important this podcast is. Can't pick oh, you I, up dad. <laughs> no, I, well, I was actually listening to the Eric's and Alex's podcast uh, coming from Union city. So I'd like to I'm say nice. thank you to them. And I'm glad to be their little, <laughs> I'm glad they're part of my fan club. Oh, they're more it. fans. Than awesome. Than a lot of fans. You got a lot of people pulling for yeah. you, including myself. I think you're gonna That's, freaking slay it. I hope so, man. I hope so. We're uh, I'm, I'm put we're 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 putting all the right foots forward for it. So I'm I'm feeling confident. This you're past week was really good. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're putting the work in, dude. It's cool. I would say, uh, Jeff, you and and it's not just because Marco's on the podcast. Um, but I, this I was kind of thinking about this earlier. Do, is there another person that? Multiple people are kind of like, hey, watch out for this guy. Then Marco, is there anybody else? Like, I honestly, we're like, you're kind of hearing this from all over the place. And I, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not saying this to, to to blow smoke up your ass, Marco. Like, really, a lot of people are saying, hey. This dude's going to bring it. Yeah. Well, That's pretty he's, he's, cool. a, he's a fresh. He's I, like the Louis Vanelli. He's the fresh face. You know, nobody I, knew I when Louis was coming. Fresh face. I think it always, I think it kind of revolves around because not many people post. Like, I really enjoy posting. I, I think it's awesome. Um, you know, always, I like, love your Mark, posts, by the way. They are freaking gold. Yeah. I mean, so I, yes. I like the funny ones. I like the serious ones, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think there's a lot of people just don't post. And that's where a lot of these, uh, we see a lot of the differences. You know, like, you don't like Johnny Osmeyer's not posting. Uh, Marty probably doesn't have internet, so he doesn't know how to post. John um, Osmeyer still has a flip phone. So that's not his fault. Oh, so he, he okay. Oh, never mind then. He's, li- he's living in 1997 right now. He's still, he's no, still that is his fault. 
He still has his special <laughs> card his drawing fault. out his sequences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 100% blame him for having a flip phone. He's playing Snake right now. Listen to yeah. us on like w, yeah. on like FM. So I would rabbit ears. He has that Nokia, Nokia candy bar from like 1999. Yeah. It stays oh, on for like an hour before it batteries dies. for this? Yeah. yeah. He's got the Zach Morris phone um, from like Saved by the Bell, like clipped right on his, his like whitewashed jeans. <laughs> He's wearing a flock of seagulls t-shirt. Yeah. I'm ready to kick some ass in aerobatics. Let's go, Slater. <laughs> hey, bros. Look at these losers with two wings. Everyone knows you need four to win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Johnny O. I mean, he's, gonna, he, he's going to show up and, and be, man, this is, it's exciting. It is. You know, um, when I was listening to the, it wasn't the last podcast. I think you guys were talking about like playing performances and stuff. I think it was the one before that. Right. And, um, you know, if you look at a lot of the plays, I know we're part of that. Uh, myself, Flood, Osmeyer. I think we're the only four cylinders. Or no, no, no. Who's the other guy with the pits? Um, no, there's several. Um, um, Harten, Hartenstein yeah. is, is there. Um, you. Uh, let me look up who else. Yeah, Johnny so o. Osmeyer, yeah, so Johnny O, Jason is Flood, Flood, myself. Is Flood bringing the S1? Uh, yeah, he has the S1. So, so that's what's to get I don't, I don't know Hartenstein. I've never, I've never met him or heard of him. Um, so I don't really know much about He's him. He's a real playing. assassin. Um, but what I was saying is, was like, you know, even though we all have four cylinders, they're all kind of modified in some way. So you've got like Osmeyer. He's got the yeah. the 390 now in his plane. So yeah, he's got wolf he's wings. Got a, yeah. And he, he has wolf wings? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah so, and, so that's what I'm getting yeah. at. We all have some kind of modification, right? So, um, so it's basically Os- a plane. Yeah, so John Osmeyer's got a wolf wing with a pumped up 390. I think Flood's got the um, he's got the thick pitch Cato with the like 180 horse, but with the wolf wings or a 200 yeah, he's horse. Got a, he's got a really nice S1. Yeah, and then like mine, hey. mine, mine's not a typical laser. It's a it's actually a Stoddicker wing. So it's a it's a laser fuselage Stoddicker wing, and then it's a 10 to one IO360 engine. So it, it's you know it's it's a pumped up laser essentially. 230 horsepower maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so it it you know, um, it's, and that Stoddard wing is a lot different than these laser wings. For, from from what I've told, I've never flown one, but um, you know, anybody I guess that was in the laser community knows that that Stoddard wing was kind of the premier wing at the time for it. Yeah, that's even like and the that's not, yours isn't they, the only laser. Like uh, ailerons. Yeah, so Paul Russo has one. Um, yeah, and then, there's several, right? Uh, Michael Hoy, I think his is a. Yep. Even though his is a mono, what he calls it a mono sport three hundred and sixty. I think his is still a a Stoddicker built wing. Um, and then I think Huey's technically got a Stoddicker, but it's like a midget Stoddicker. It's a left-handed Stoddicker. Okay. It's an undecided Stoddicker because um, the dude has no idea what to do with his hands. He's yeah, literally the Ricky, at, Bob- um, He's the Ricky Bobby <laughs> interview during any, any figure. He's like, uh, he's just slowly raising his hands and he's like, okay, grab both hands at the same time. <laughs> so I'm looking at the, the, I'm looking at the list guys, Dave Taylor, uh, G two hundred in advance. Yeah, so yeah, but that thing rolls at like a like four hundred degrees a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm just more. you know just in general for four cylinders. But you you know what you bring a a good point, dude. Because we've um actually I think I may, was even uh, maybe even talking to Eric Moore about this when we were at Tracy together uh, when I went out and uh, hung out with them. Um, you don't see large modifications in the six cylinder world in aerobatics, 
typically, nah. right? The air show guys do. Rob Holland shows up with a 400 horsepower, you know, IO 580, um, or, or even more horsepower than that. You know, obviously the air show guys, Sean Tucker's was, was pumped up. I'm sure Goulian's is, you know, tickled. Right. Um, but for the most part, uh, I, I, you don't really see a whole lot of horsepower modifications, um, with the six cylinder field. Just don't need it. But it's absolutely no. Well, even unlimited. I mean, sure you sure you need it but it's like do, do you really i mean are you is an mx does an mxs need more energy in unlimited i don't think so you know but then again i don't fly one um you know maybe for freestyle do some certain things i don't know what you say Petra? i think it's unfair but it's, it, i think it's unfair oh uh, Rob, what? rob's rob's mx it's just it's just not fair that's all i'm gonna say about he's that. unfair no he's unfair you're i agree i agree with that too but they're both unfair they both he's unfair should not be allowed to cancel them. Should we cancel them? Like both of them? Um, I mean, what, the MX and get... Rob. Yes. Yes. Well, then you have to cancel Jim. <laughs> you have to cancel the pit Viper King. Oh God. You know what? That's none of, none of them brings... technically have their yes. MXs right now. Yeah. That's okay. none, of them, yeah. none of them have their MX. <laughs> You're bringing up a sore <laughs> subject, Marco. One's out there kicking ass at the decathlon. <laughs> Yeah. And the other one's so technically Jim, Jim <laughs> I, th- I wonder. I wonder what Jim's going to bring. I wonder. I mean, he he couldn't possibly. I think he's going to bring his three thirty. He couldn't you possibly. He's going to bring his airplane. He's going to bring his A game. That's what he's going to bring. He's bringing second he's place. He's going to bring his A game. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Ooh, I think, I think he's got uh, Olivier with him. I, I think it, he'll put a hurt. So I think he will too. I think yeah. he will too. Oh, man. He did. I mean, he did a phenomenal job last year. He he, did. he, yeah. he flew he wonderfully last year. last year. Absolutely. No, um, Can't Rob so back to the warm-up like pilot or something, and then like you know, I'll, I'll comment on Jim real quick. That. I'll comment on Jim real quick. Last year, during I don't know if it was the, I think it was the known they had that down loop with a double roll on the bottom, and um, it was it, and I was on the judges line, and um, it was really interesting to watch everybody fly that. So because you would see the people who had actually practiced it and knew how when I say knew how, but would f- could fly the the roll with keeping the arc of the loop and then you would see the people who are just kind of like shit i don't want to do this push and pull i'm gonna get it over with as quick as i can and it's incredible the difference of presentation where somebody you know like jim's you know jim rob goody all those guys they, they were just you know jeff they they crushed that role where they would you know slow roll it enough to keep the arc going just look like a loop and then you would have like other people who would come down and just ballistic roll the crap out of it and you'd have this kind of boxy looking loop rather than a an actual loop but um, for a second, yeah. I thought you were talking about me when you said Jeff. Then I came back to reality and oh man, no, you not Jeff you, dude! I, I, <laughs> I cannot like, wait to I don't, see. I don't, you know, I do not know I, how to fly that figure. So what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I'm excited for you to go. I, I really am. You know, I am too. Me too. But massage. You know, I, I know you've been. I know you've been. Uh, because you know you've been trying to get Mark to come out and fly with you forever, right? But like, why is Mark, Mark. going to go to? Yeah, like why is Mark gonna go all the way to New York to fly an extra three thirty when you have a mid wing beat it? Yeah, well, my my three thirty has a uh, built in oven. That's how I maintain my weight. And um, Mark and I are both <laughs> foodies, so it's kind yeah. of like a food thing and a flying thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I was just saying in the sense that since there's a mid wing and unlimited, and Mark and Massage are just. Ooh. Midwing fanatics, it'll be the first, it'll finally be the time a midwing beats a 330. So I think it's a conspiracy oh, at this point. I don't think, I don't think Massage has, I don't think he has. Yeah. A no, Massage doesn't have a plane. That That's no, Massage, it's all Massage made up. He has a hangar, he has airplane parts, he has airplane property. 
yeah. guy's just an, he, he's just a he's just one of them like flight simulator guys. He yeah, probably has yeah, a drone license. He probably doesn't have a pilot's license. I agree with that. He just takes things more. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including including companies yeah. online, <laughs> i.e. Genpro. Genpro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to be sold to a uh, Pipistrelle, you know. Oh, they got sold. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I saw that one guy was out in uh because of course the I think the well, did the European Advanced Championship start this week or is it yeah. next week? I think. Okay, they started oh, this week. I think they're starting soon. Like any yeah, day I think now. I saw some things come like up. That. Yeah, the European Advanced Championships. So I saw he had flown out yeah. there, and then um, I followed these guys. I think they're from Romania. Iron the Iron Wolf Iron Wolf team. Uh-huh. So they got an XA. Oh, the Sukhoi Sukhoi twenty six. Yeah. So I, I just want to watch so, Sukhoi yeah, videos. Nobody, I, I'm so pissed. I, I'm, I'm kind of pissed done. at Castor flying in the worlds. Yeah. I'm, I'm done caring about the Europeans. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm just done caring well, I'm about British. Them. Are you really? That's not European. Yeah, I'm close enough. That's I like, when I was young, like, but I mean, I can't, I can never be a national champion. Yes, you can. No, I'm a green card. You're not, you're, you, you don't, don't have, a you're card? not a U.S. citizen. No. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I love my, you're, I love my chips and tea. So I didn't want to get that You're full of shit. You're no, full I of really shit. am. <laughs> you don't believe you. You are so uh, it. I don't yes. think I believe you either. <laughs> I swear I'm alive, man. I swear I'm alive. Mark, I don't. What the hell? I I don't even know where to. I mean, if I would have this known this so before, left I brought him I on. Know. Yeah, yeah. Because you you do look English. Yeah. I believe I believe like right. a bit of my flying ability doesn't come from like Americans. It comes from like Gerald Cooper. So all right, fine. Where's your hometown in England? Hull City. It's called Kingston upon Hull. It's uh. Northeast side. Oh, do you hear how he said that? Yeah. Why don't you have an oh. accent? Righto, mate. Does your wife make you get rid of it because you're just panty dropping all the girls around you when uh, you lay no, it on? No, definitely not. No, I moved to when I was like three years old, like two years old, something right around there. So, would you swim over and not go through like the proper things to get papers? No, um, no, I took one of the Titanic <laughs> rowboats over. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, it was on its way back. God, I love this. Apparently, apparently the first the first sale wasn't successful, but the second one was. Yeah, I'm surprised that uh, there were enough boats, but you know, little Marco made I, it. I, I uh, used I used, the, what, I used that piece of wood that uh, Rose was on. I'm I'm literally fact checking oh right now. I love this. this. I love this so much. How do you say? How do you spell um, your last name? It's like Bow, like like an Asian yeah, my Bow. Dad, like, thank you. My, thank you. B o u b o u w. It's uh, my dad's Dutch. So what? So you you might not even be legal in England. You might just be Dutch. That could be, man. Are any other nationalities man. you have to worry about? Are you this Russian? Is, is... Are you? You might get called. Are you Ukrainian? You might get called into the war. You might not even be able to go to nationals. <laughs> might not even be able to go. You know that? I guess uh, that might make some people happy. It would. Yeah, it would for sure. Um, but I'm still, you're, you're telling me that you can't, you, you are not a U.S. citizen. No, I am not. Did you vote? No, I'm not a U.S. citizen. And How could he vote? That's a, that's a, that's a thing in the, in the U.S. apparently. I mean, all my Midwest friends right now are. They oh, took you fucking Q. Uh, I'm, fucking... I'm not a citizen and I'm not dead. So apparently those people vote too, but, um, yes. Look at Mark. Mark is eye rolling. Well, right 
This is hurting my heart. I want to get. I want to talk subject. about. Hold on. I want to get back to talking about four cylinder performance stuff because obviously you picked up on that and you. I mean, you would know it flying a four cylinder and seeing the variation in horsepower, especially in the laser community. I mean, it's obviously prevalent in the pits community, but um. Wait, did I? I don't even think I saw Michael Hoy on the list. Did I see Michael Hoy on the list for nationals? I, I have not. He'd be, but he, he would. He was pretty vocal. In intermediate anyway, but he was pretty vocal about oh. what happened last year. Remember, he was part of that yes, group he was. where they're like, "I'm gonna rescind my thing, and this is bullshit." And U.S. nationals from my cold and, dead hands. Yeah, so I think because I didn't see him. I didn't see yeah a couple of the other um, guys that I like, really yeah, and I think. And it sucks because Tony I'm not going to mention names because I don't want it to come across like I'm not a fan of theirs because I am. But yeah, I hope if they're listening, they know I'm talking about them. And one of them is from Tennessee, and they are a lights out pilot that flies a 300L, and they would do really, really well. So um, that's Tennessee with a 300L. Yeah, no, you won't get it. I'll text hmm. it to you. I'll text the anyway, Corey, to, uh, Corey from four years ago. Go ahead, Marco. Oh, oh, say back to four, back to Fuck four yeah. cylinders. Yeah. Um, so, uh, arguably, the largest variation would be in the experimental four cylinder category in terms of horsepower. Um, how do you feel? Uh, clearly, horsepower is an advantage, but in terms of it's not advanced. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's not. So last year is a really good example. Um, so last year at nationals, uh, so this is why I, it's it's a great great discussion. Uh, so last year at nationals, um, as Jeff Jeff would have been there before, Salina has hellacious wins, hellacious wins. I love it. Um, and I think we we were we were playing on like thirty to thirty five knots in the box. Um, and Dang. Tony Wood went up one time because we had to do a break, and um, and actually Michael Hoy's playing and played around. And I mean the guy was probably moving like five hundred meters in some of these pools. And uh, so this is where kind of the, the six cylinder versus four cylinder comes in, right? Is so, uh, you know, four cylinder is naturally starting high, ending low. But the biggest the biggest separation is the, the vertical lines. Um, and what ends up happening is a lot of these guys in advance, they can't move across a box unless they have a, a, a cross box figure. They don't know how to pull the plane, you know, forward or on judge, off judge. And so um, when you get into these six cylinders, um, you know, these guys will draw 2000 foot verticals or 1500 foot verticals, whereas mm -hmm. in a four cylinder, you might get a thousand foot on some of these maneuvers or 600. Feet. Right. So, um, you know, for me, I didn't have any outs at nationals. Um, and, but some guys would have, up, like, would have up to 12, but a big, big difference in that was I'm only drawing a thousand foot vertical. Whereas, you know, again, you take the MX, you take a, you know, dumpy into 330 or something like that. These guys are going to, you know, their whole premise is to, to keep it low in the box, but then to pull it back high. But in order to pull it back high, right, they have to draw a, a 1500 foot line. So if they're sitting, let's say 1500 feet, that's five, six seconds in a vertical and there's 40 knots of wind, that's going to move them 20 meters in a box. And that's, and that's risky business. It, I mean, obviously you want to yeah, start low, meters. keep it low, that's, but have, but have gainers, right? You want to, you want to be able to gain altitude. You're going to lose it, but you're not going to have, you're not going to be overall losing altitude throughout the sequence or at least less. You're, you're going to reduce the amount of altitude that you lose throughout, throughout the sequence, which probably presents better. Sure. That's what you would want. But in a case like that, absolutely. You have more, more of a vertical line to draw more of a crosswind, uh, to blow you out of the box, more outs. 
Yeah, so I, I guess what I'm getting at with it is, um, <clears throat> again, the guys are at the top of the advanced category that are placed in these, like, you know, like you, Luke, Dunphy, you know, Jeff, for example, Osmar, like these guys get these big wins and they have these uh, bigger engines. They know how to play wind. So it, it, having higher horsepower engine is an issue for them. Um, you know, it, you know, not calling names, but if you're in the bottom of the pack, generally, and you're getting a lot of outs, that's just because you don't know how to play the wind. So power is kind of an enemy at that point. It's not an ex, it not, it's not an advantage. I agree. So that makes that's, sense. That's, just, that's kind of where, where my, where my sense with it is, is, you know, it's good to have, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have an extra two cylinders in my plane just, just to give me, you know, a bit more um, ability to drive to the bottom of the box. Cause again, you know, it, it's a presentation factor and uh, things change a lot, right? If a four, I do a four point roll in the beginning of a figure, it's going to look a lot different than a four point roll at the end of the figure, at the end of the sequence. Right. Cause I'm probably at 3000 right. feet in the beginning and at the end of it, I'm at a thousand feet. So that, on knife edge points going to look completely different at 3000 feet than I'm going to hit it at a thousand feet. Yeah. That's really smart that I, I guess you kind of figured that out at the training camp to kind of go in there with a the game plan. Um, yeah. And I don't think people are, uh, well, I think you're right, Mark. I like the top, the top tier people. They're definitely thinking about this shit. So oh, um, sure. yeah. wouldn't it, they yeah. have to be, they'd have to be. Yeah, I mean, they're not thinking, they don't, I, I, none of us, I don't, I don't say none of us, I, I'd say we're not thinking it like in crazy detail, and I'm only saying us because, I, you know, I, I want to be top 10, I want to be top 5, I want to be top 3, like, don't think, I'm, I'm not going there thinking that, uh, but I think that's the mindset that you have to have if, if you want to be in that position, right, because, um, you know, especially with boundaries, I mean, Petros, I, I'm for boundaries, but. I um, hate you. I, yeah, because you're yeah, freaking slow. You're slowish yeah, exactly, fucking exactly. airplane. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I moved I moved across the box at like 200, 180 miles an hour. Like that's the difference, right? I don't move across the box super fast. I don't get pushed forward super um you know, super close. So God. Um, that's yeah, like our stall speed. Well, let me ask you a question. Would you sit on the boundary this year, being it's a team selection year? I wouldn't Heck do that no. to you. Yeah, fuck that shit. No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sit on you the know boundary. What? I'm going out there and I'm happy to sit on the boundary for team selection. And, and, and yes, I can be bought. Yes. I want to make, I would do that. Well, I, I would know, make you I sit on the boundary you and make a statement. I did so years ago. Yeah, you got out of it though. You got out of it. So I still haven't yet. <laughs> <sighs> Imagine but, if you yeah, can't, you're in, just you're in, all you're the in four cylinder planes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, yeah, I can't complain, man. I, I, I'm, I'm off from September 8th to October 18th, so I've got, you know, give, how is that possible? Change, we're, we're, we're basically we're talking about. Um, uh, we won't mention the company, but uh, Marco is a f- fractional um, jet pilot, 135, 91, 91k. Let's <laughs> um, not give it which away. Which is uh, <laughs> there's there's multiple. No, there's yeah. more. Yeah. there's multiple. Yeah, there's multiple. Um, <laughs> and we we work for the same. Same company. He he works. He still works there. It's a great company. Uh, you know, not to get in. We won't need to get in the weeds on that. But uh, the, the amount of time you can get off uh, with a predictable schedule there is awesome. Yeah. So, but I'm no, yeah, I, I was I was really fortunate. I was able to uh, um, to get a lot of time off and then um, kind of prep. And then, like I said, you know, my, my wife was really fortunate. She's let me basically 
just go every day and go ham at it. So I'm, I'm coming yeah. prepared. That's for sure. That's without a doubt. So tell us about the camp. Can you talk a little bit about the camp? I don't want you to give yeah, away sure. any like of the secrets that you're bringing to Salina. Oh, I, I will wouldn't. not. Yeah, I will not. No, no. But, I, um, I think that's, you know, and that's the thing. Uh, well, well, before we get into that, I think that's another thing. Like everyone talks about camps and like sharing information and stuff like that. Like, I think it's definitely cool to share information. Like, um, um, a couple of weeks ago, like Eric Moore messaged me about some things that I helped him out with it. And Alex Huey messaged some things and, you know, um, and I helped him out with it, but there's just some things you don't share. Right. Because it's, it's a lot of it's particular to you. Like if I look at my notebook, how I do something. Well, also not you help. paid a lot of freaking money for that. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, that's very true too. So, you know, it's not a, a cheap thing to do. And, um, um, you know, and, and yeah, Alex beat the, freaking, the best. you know what? what Come out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, you, know, up, and, and I, I you got people complaining on the internet paying that they want to pay ten dollars to subscribe to an Instagram he, channel, like f off. But then they want like all like the the information, like okay. The only reason I'm in his top three is because I had an overnight there and I bought him a six pack of beer and I let him keep all the beer. So oh, that's what it is. So, it's just a guilt trip. Like don't don't believe anything he says about me. Yeah. So we don't believe anybody anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't. So, anyways, back to the camping. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so we were out there for a couple of days. Um. You know, got a lot of flights in. Um. Probably had one day of like pretty hard pushing. Um. How is Rob as then, a coach? Uh, the best man. Um. You know, I say right? he, he's pretty. He's pretty annoying to some extent. Um. And and it, not annoying in the sense because like it, you know whatever. It's just um. He's never flown a laser. You know, he has an ultimate. He's been in the six cylinder flying, but. It, um, he doesn't need to fly. Your, your inside you know, tubbles are really lacking. Your inside tubbles <laughs> really lacking. I, I guess what I'm getting at is like there's um there's critiquers and there's coaches, right? So like I'm sure yes. Mark could go out and say, "Hey, that's negative. Hey, that's short. Hey, that's that's not 45." Um, Mark coming out and saying, "All right, well, you know, if you push or you pull light here and you pull or push heavy here. And then you do this at this part, this will give you this illusion, but maybe on this side, you want to look at it this way. Like that's coaching, coaching versus critique. And there's tons of critiquers out there. Um, but yeah. the, the coaching side is really what, um, it, it's really where you, you, I think, uh, that's where that separation starts to go. Uh, and that's what I, I do. That's what I enjoy the most about the camp with him. Um, it's pretty, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like they, I get pretty pissed off at camps. It, it's pretty frustrating for me in the first two days. Um, because, uh, again, like you've been to him to Jeff and, um, they're just, um, they just ring you dry. I mean, it's just like, you, you can't, you can't hit anything right. You can't, you don't turn on anything, right. Everything's over under, you think you're on, you think you're right position and you're not. And then like yeah. the last two days, you're just like, Oh dude, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go kill it. Like, and then, and, you know, that's how we, we felt yesterday, you know, I felt yesterday coming out of it. I was, you know, it was a good confidence boost. Um, you know, I've got the whole next week and a half to kind of train up, you know, before going to a, a, another camp, which I'm sure I'll end up with one of them out, out West somewhere or in the central. I'm sure it'll be one that I'll pop into. So, yeah. Um, but I think that that's kind of the difference with um, the, the critiquing versus coaching and, and, you know, what Rob provides is, is, is the coaching aspect of it. Um, I'll kind of put an example out there was uh, I'm always at an energy state, no matter what in the sequence, like no matter what the sequence of my pulls aren't right, my pushes aren't right. um, They're, they're, they're going to be a a big issue for me. And so it wasn't at this camp. It was the one in uh, the, the winter we did. And, um, and I was pulling like crazy, trying to get these really nice corners going. 
And, um, you know, he's like, just lay off of it a bit, you know, and we kind of changed my, my pull style. Yeah. So it went away. Take from a G off. Yeah, no, literally. He, it, that's literally what it was. Just take a G off. And ever since I've done that, um, you know, probably getting like three, 400 feet. Exactly. Yeah. It hits the, it, just the way it hits the line and stuff. And, and if there's anything I would tell anybody like in an intermediate in any four cylinder, particularly four cylinders, like if you're out there pulling G's and you think you're like cool ripping and gripping it like that's fun and all but when you really are like trying to stretch the envelope of the plane to get every max performance out of it, it just focus on being clean it doesn't matter if you can corner the plane at eight g's or nine g's it, yeah you know you can get more performance out of the plane at six g's than you'll ever get out of eight g's so yeah i agree with that i mean that, that goes into flying style and like you know what people like to do but you can't get that nobody's going to downgrade you on the type of corner you turn um, exactly, get it to right? vertical yeah. or whatever exactly um and sometimes like i had to deal with that with the 200 like I, I i like to fly you know um have be plane to plane really really fast you know and it's it kind of for me it sucked because like i had to take take um <clears throat> take a lot of g off of it to to maintain energy you know with advance in that airplane and um you can't load you can't load the 200 up no it just like gets you can't so i mean yeah. yeah. So and like, I, I totally feel for you. Tail. Yeah, I've never flown a flying tail. So I don't know if that changes anything. So mine's like a pitch it's a little tail. More okay. So yeah, yeah, I don't know the changing, but um, I posted a video earlier of one of the unknowns we flew there, and there's kind of a, a there's kind of two two good parts in there where they're um, it's a it's the half snap with a push around to the top, and then so that you know a. I can't push it as hard because I'm um, honestly just being kind of a bitch in the push. Um, yeah. So I'm not pushing yeah. hard enough. That's literally all it is. Like somebody else's words, not mine. Um, I don't mind then, pushing. Everybody complains about it. No, I really, yeah. I like, got I have a bad back from sports and like, to me, I kind of, I don't want to say I look forward to like a heavy, heavy push, but it's not it, to me. It's like going to the chiropractor. It stretches my spine. Yeah, out. I was I just going to say it's a, it's a chiropractor. <laughs> yes. It's a chiropractor stretch. I, as much yeah. as I hate negative stuff, that that pushing is like you, you're if like, you're comfortable, it feels like you though, gain in half inch. I mean, outside yeah. flicks from no. a high speed, those fucking that's that's annoying. But like, well, you know, level the level the vertical pushes or whatever the heck. Oh yeah, those are fine. Yeah, I I, I don't mind. Yeah, even, even like vertical down to ver level, I, I don't mind those either. It, it's that I, I don't know what it is about the the curving one. And I think a lot of it's just cause I get that mentality. Like I start the push and I'm like, Oh shit, I just want to get this over with. And then I forget like, Oh, you got to start float. Okay. Fl oh, okay. You got to float it. Come on, float it. And, um, you know, and I think that that's my issue, but back kind of the energy thing yeah. Yeah, it was a pushover. Yeah. It was a pushover. And then it was a pull. So it's a, it's a reverse Cuban pushover and then it's a pull to vertical and then a two of four, push uh push down sharks too so you know that's that's really engine energy demanding in my plane but i'm still yeah. able to pull the vertical and get the two of four now a, a credit you know i have roll rate but the other side of this too is that pull to vertical you know it, it was only like three g's it's not a lot of it's not a lot of g um, and the pull to vertical is from like 130 miles an hour yeah but the key is that it's the g loading before you get to the vertical um, and i think that's where like a lot of these guys that have these lower energy planes they don't realize that if, if they again if they just back off a little bit it you they'd be surprised at how much more and um you know there was some figures this week that i just didn't think i could do because i was like i don't have the energy and 
nope, there's Rob. Like, we'll try it from this speed. We'll try it from this speed. And what do you know? Like, could do them all. And it's like eating Jesus a three foot long stick of beef jerky. Exactly. And his Coca Cola float. God damn. It's heaven. Marco, let, let me ask you this is because I, I never felt like this. And granted, um, I didn't compete um, with this mentality either, but just flying. You know, four cylinder. Like I, I have a bunch of time in the extra two hundred, bunch of time in super decathlons, um, S one time. But it's just, I never, I never had that. What's that? Yeah, various pitses and stuff like that. I, I never had that mentality of keeping the energy as fast as I could and loading up as much as I could. And I, I didn't even, even in the extra two hundred, I never felt like that felt normal. I always thought it was 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 better to you know a little less G not keep the energy up as much as possible, but I never thought, I, I always thought it was more of like energy management and finesse in a lot of those airplanes. Yeah. Not, not being light, not being like soft. Presentation, like in front of judges. Right. It is, yeah, it's, it's presentation. Well, yeah, it, it's a presentation thing. Like, like, I don't like pulling soft, like on some of those maneuvers, because like, if you go out and uh, let's say, you know, you, you come out from a pull pull hunty and you're pulling out and now you're pulling at seven AGs, let's say, right? And then you go to this push around and now you, you got a nice like negative five push, you cap out on top. And then now you got to do a pull to a vertical. Well, then now I got to pull it like three or four G's. Now they got this big, right. radius. It doesn't Much look softer good, pull. but you yeah. know, at the end of the day, like at that point, it's at, that's not what you're getting judged on. Right. You're trying to make the figure. You're just going to lose points in the presentation of that figure. You're not losing presentation points in the whole thing. So at that point, you've got to place that figure perfectly where the judges are going to be at. Because now if you're placing it in the wrong spot, now it's just going to look even worse. So, Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Was I, there anything from this camp that was like your aha moment? Like the biggest takeaway? Um, you know, I, I, rollers. Um, you know, get, getting the... the, the I, I struggled with rollers last year. Um, um, struggled. I still struggle with rollers this year. Um, we did a couple of drills that really um, eye opened on um, kind of how, how how to kind of work them. And um, mm -hmm. I would say that's the biggest takeaway. Um, I, I, yeah, like, I, I would always snap out of them. Always, always snapping out of them. Um, and so that really scared me. A lot of the nationals and a lot of contests. Are you trying to roll too fast? Uh, it's, it's, it's not really rolling too fast. It's because I would roll so slow. Cause I was so scared to snap out. I would make them really big and I would almost go out of bounds. So then I would see myself going out of bounds and I'd put too much forward or, at, or, you know, back or fo back or, you know, whatever stick on it. Um, whatever that thing's called. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 you know, and it would start to snap out and stuff like that. Uh, whereas this camp, we kind of worked a lot on getting the, the roll rate to match better, but then also to keep it tight because I know Jeff's seen it. Mark, you've never seen it, but it is stupid. I mean, it's stupid how fast Rob can do these rollers. I mean, it's like, oh, I, I've, I mean, I've seen it in video. It's oh, insane. Wait, wait, till you see, wait till you see it in person. It's like, he does a roll rate. He does a 180 roller quicker than I can do two rolls on my plane. <laughs> I mean, like two, you were talking two about this rolls, few two aileron rolls, not like, a, a, like a whole roller like two aileron roll like the guy's done it's like you know but again that's it's insane like, you, it's the quicker you do it the less they catch so um that's well, that's, the that seems to be the trend because we we talked about that with uh uh jeff who was that was that uh vanel or odin remember uh in his free did that 
I think it was one of them. Well, uh, we were talking about this a few. It wasn't on the yeah, podcast, maybe, but um, originally they did a 180 was, roller, and you're just like, geez. I mean, I'm sure they've been around since before the person I'm about to mention, but we were talking about rollers, and I'm like, and that's when I was like, I got to send you a video of, of a cow doing one. And um, oh, that's yeah, kind of how right. I, yeah. I've always, I mean, I don't know, you know, everybody's still learning. I'm still learning a lot. And you got people out there that will forget more than I'll ever know. But, you know, my, my elementary brain was like, always, I'm going to try to do these fast because any judge that knows a little bit about rollers can take you to a zero if there's enough time. So, so easy. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. So like just what they can't score you down for going it fast. And if they can't, it's just like, cause there's so many things about, like, yeah, they can't, you know, well, I mean, you've got, they can't score heading. you poorly. Yeah. 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 They can't score you poorly if they can't tell what's going on, if they can't dissect it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, dude, I'm yeah. going to try to do like a one, there's a 180 roller. There's a one roll 180 roller from in the, the in the known. So I'm yeah. just going to fucking bank, bank to 90 degrees and just pull it around and see if they even notice. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Just, just pull and just rock your wigs as you're doing it. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you fucking rolled it." Well, if I'm on the judges line, I, I, I'm sure I'll assist this year again. I'll make sure. If you're I, uh... on the judges line, and if you're, if they're like, because you just be the recorder, because they could just before, say whatever before, scores. Before you know, they'll be like two, eight. Before, before you even start, before your first wagon, I see yours playing. I'll be like, "All right, figure ten. Just, just give them a two. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying the judge is going to be saying like a two. You got to write an eight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, they're not going to check your shit. No, no, no. Who, who would check? Who would check a British man stuff? Everybody believes us. I agree. And if you don't do it, if you don't do it, I'm going to protest. Yeah, I did. You Irish did piece of shit. Yeah. I'm British, not Irish. You dumb shit. It says Ireland. No, it says Northern Ireland because England owns Northern Ireland. Well, isn't that Irish? Yeah, but I'm not Irish. Everybody knows that. Close enough. Successful people are from England. Losers are from Scotland. And drunks are from Ireland. So, well, my great-grandmother was from Ireland. And I take offense to that. And she was a drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And she was a drunk. Drunk. Did she like It was my great... Yeah, she... Oh, she loved... I didn't. I never knew it. She Did was my great grandmother. Yeah. What do you drink? Let me guess. Jameson. Uh, oh, shut up. Well, I know. <laughs> no, I, know I, you, I know why you drink it because I drink it. I drink it the same. Re- I drink it now because of the same reason. I told you. Yeah, you don't I have do a choice. It. You do not have a choice. Yeah, no name yeah. said, but you, that is no choice. <laughs> it's like prison rape. There's no choice. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> There's no choice. It just let it happen. Don't, don't dare mix it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I freaking um, love it. But, Marco, yeah. what's up? Can we can we um rewind? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got our tangent then, like typical. No, 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 no. I want to really rewind. Uh, when we so Yeah. So when I first started when when, yeah. when I first started talking to you, um was probably I don't know it's 2022 now it must have been like 2019 or something like that when yeah. Facebook friends or whatever I don't know um and I think you know I don't know if we were like talking in a in a group message thing or like it just came up somehow I forgot I really honestly don't remember how that you had bailed out of an airplane yeah if that was probably when I uh, can you tell 29- us yes yeah, so that was well if you saw it in 2019 that was when I had bought the laser. 
because I bought the laser. That's the what it was then. Yeah, and I made a post. Yes, that's exactly uh, what it was. Yeah, it was a. I mean, it was a, it was a such an uphill battle to get back into aerobatics from that. But yeah, um, so uh, kind of going back pre pits, I started in a Cetabria, um, flew Cetabria for maybe like fifty hours, then went to a decathlon, flew decathlon for like another fifty, and then um, and then I rented those, and then I finally had enough money, I bought my own pits, and um, we uh, so I had that for. It's probably about a year, a little over a year. And then um, I had a compound, I think it was a compound rib break. I had a flat tire on a taxiway and a mechanic put his back under the rib and broke the rib. And um, Oh, to lift up the tire? Yeah, to lift up the tire and cracked the the rib. So we ended up um, taking the mechanic's place and he ended up, um, we ended up getting it refabricated and stuff like that. And just at the time with the way things were, it was just simpler to refabricate all because it was had patches everywhere. The paint was crap on it. And, um, so refabricated it. And then, um, I probably had like, I don't know, probably, probably a little, little over a hundred hours on it. And, um, it was the, so this is uh, October 29th, 2016 is when this happened. So, uh, it was the third, so it was one, two, fourth flight of the day. So I went to a fly in, went to another fly in for lunch, came back. Um, most people know I have aerobatic box like right over my airport because they've seen my videos. I'm pretty fortunate for that. So I was actually out flying in it. And, you know, another guy was out there with me watching me fly. And um, the, the the way our box waiver states is uh, anytime there's jet traffic landing, uh, we have to get moved to two positions. Um, and so that day, the way the, the way the jet was landing, I got moved to the water. So there's the water and then there's tree. There's a big, big uh, national forest there near us and um so that day i got pushed to the water and i'm just kind of out there circling and circling probably like two thousand feet and then um i decided to do just kind of play around so you know typically at that time i would always do a couple rolls and then whatever and i had done a couple rolls and i went to stop and um the plane kind of stopped a bit but it didn't quit rolling left so but it wasn't like this roll that was uncontrollable it was just a really slow type of roll and um then i'm uh, so i kind of tried to pull the stick over to the right and i couldn't move the stick at all and then i was like okay and then um the nose kind of starts to drop and then i'm like okay and i start trying to pull the stick back i couldn't pull the stick back either um and then i'm like okay well shit like what's going on here so then at that point it starts getting further further down i'm like um okay and then so i start pulling the power back you know and i'm like okay well, am i going to like some kind of spin but was really slow and then um at that point it kind of that point it kind of starts spiraling and then at the last kind of last minute i kind of like kicked the rudders and at that point it was like the rudders completely worked but i couldn't move the stick couldn't move it anywhere and then um after that it was kind of a few minutes of hesitation and then uh, i decided you know what like like screw this like i have no idea what's going on and i'm just gonna jump so yeah typical pitch canopy pull the canopy back unlatched grab the top of the handle jumped onto the seat, jumped out and, um, I, um, jumped out, you know, pulled a D ring, went to the water. Um, and then I cut my earlobes because the, I have one of them canvas helmets, like the, they give you guys on the Navy ships. Um, I had a Uh a cranial kind of thing. Yeah. I had a headset in one of those. Um, and then, um, so that cut my earlobes because it just, my head, it peeled like right off me. And then, um, I had massive bruising down my thighs and my crotch and stuff from the parachute pulling. And then my knees swelled up pretty bad from the impact in the water. And, um, 
and uh so went to the water um and where i crashed at it's not tidal water it's not flowing water but of course when you're under the water and there's all the paracord around you you start panicking no matter what so at that point i tried to get my harness off so um i and i have a softy shoot i had a softy shoot then i have a softy shoot now um i don't think i'd ever go to another shoot because you know just because it, they saved my life yeah. once already um but I got, I had it. So just so everybody knows, the harness I had was a seatbelt, was a, it's an aerobatic harness. Everyone knows that it wraps around and it clips at the top. Um, so what happened was I, I unclipped them, no issue. Like it went off in seconds, but because I had pulled so tight on my legs, I could not get those off. And they were so tight that we actually had to cut them off when the boat came out to get me. It's actually ended up swimming around for like 20 minutes with the, the harness on because we just, I physically could not pull the, um, the harness off, uh, undo the harness from my leg. Cause it was cinched so tight. Um, so if anybody sees me at nationals or any of my parachutes now, you know, my parachute now it has clips down there. I don't wear the, the around the harness. And again, like, it's just my situation. Like it is not as comfortable as the aerobatic harness. The aerobatic harness is much more comfortable, but, um, I have quite a few, we have quite a few boxes and, uh, one of them is over water. Um, and a couple of them are. And so just for me, like, and you know, safety wise, um, I rather just deal with the padding and deal with the bruises than have to go through that again, if it did ever happen again. So, um, so yeah, so went in the water, climbed back up, they came and got me. Um, uh, yeah. And they, then they came and got me and then I was um, back out and that was really it. And then, um, you know, we, um, I was kind of distraught at the time. So kind of when I wrote my thesis, kind of the thing for the FAA, you know, I just said, I remember looking out and like my ailerons were flapping or something. And I don't know if it was or not, you know, it, yeah, I was 26, 25, 26 at the time. Um, I was, you know, I, w- I was fresh in the, the pits world, you know, I probably had like maybe 200 hours in it and stuff like that. Um, and I wasn't really a high level competitor. So there's also that side of it too. But, um, of course, I didn't really learn this till a couple of years later about the issue with the sticks in the S2As and how they have the AD about the gussets. So, um, you know, they, they never found anything out from it. But, um, you know, my my suspicion is that kind of that kind of basically gave way because um, that was one of the parts we didn't replace. We didn't really do anything on the fuselage. We replaced everything, wing, all the wings, right. all, the, uh, all the eye struts and stuff like that. But um yeah, we, we, yeah, me and a couple of the guys locally and the um, stuff like that. Because when we recovered the plane, um, so it was in about 20 feet of water and the, there was mud inside the fuel tank because when the plane went in, um, it went straight into the water. And the guy, when we got the diver to recover the plane, he, um, he was actually standing on the tail in the middle of this river. And this river is about a mile and a half wide. It's a big river. Um, and he was standing up about waist high in the water in the middle of this river because he was literally just standing on top of the tail of the plane. Uh, and then so it went straight down. Oh, straight, straight down. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the video and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure not. I said there's a video people are going to want it. So I'll, I'll definitely post it on the page. So I'm sure it'll be, it'll be a great topic for discussion. Um, but you sent it yeah. to me. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Think, yeah. There is video yeah. of, of your bailout. Yeah. So it was just some. Uh, random, just some random guy at the park that day that just, uh, you know, I used to, I, we fly out there a lot. It's pretty common for, you know, myself or the, the other guy that flies here around here. Um, we fly out there quite a bit, so it's not an uncommon thing to see us and somebody catch her a video or two, but 
uh, yeah, that day he definitely got a good video. Um, and like I said, I think in the video from me jumping out to the plane hitting the water was like less than four seconds. So, you know, it was so quick. Yeah. Like you know, so four seconds of hesitation four four more seconds of hesitation would have, uh, you know, would have de definitely been dead. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, softy was great about it. You know, we, they took the shoe. Um, I was a fat, fat boy at that time. I was like a little over 300 pounds in a pit test. Oh my God. Ass. Oh, dude, I was huge, man. Did you have yeah. the 220, the 220 rig? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But of course, when I called him, I was like, hey, I, I just want to say thank you. And I explained everything. And, um, you know, and they were kind of saying, oh, you know, what, 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 do you know what speed you pulled it out at? And I'm like, well, I have no clue, you know, and, you know, like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm sure I pulled it at like 160, 140. But, you know, the shoe's designed for like a 220, 240 pound guy. It's not designed for a 300 pound dude jumping straight down. Yeah. So. Uh, but right. you'll see in the you know guys will see in the video uh, those those shoots deploy in seconds. I mean, um, I think the F oh, it's very the quick. F yeah, the FANTSB guys think I got out at like 800 feet and it was fully deployed and I think I floated for li a little over 15 seconds or something like that. The video is really cool. I have one on YouTube um, that I posted. It kind of slow mode it so you can really see like it open and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was a um, so that that event, you know, um, kind of pulled me out of aerobatics for a while because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't get insurance. Uh, and then I just it kind of I want to say left a sour taste. But, um, you know, when that happened, it kind of people separated themselves from me because, you know, I had an accident and stuff. So you weren't able to rent planes. You weren't able to lease planes or something like that, which which I, I completely. Wow. So even though it wasn't attributed to you, I mean, or I guess was it? I mean, the fact that you had a control jam. Yeah, from an so insurance standpoint, think, from an yeah, underwriting so standpoint, they, they're blaming you. There's a full write-off. That's where the issue comes from. Sure. So it's, on, it's on the accident record. I think they classified as like loss of control due to mechanical mechanical failure of undetermined causes. I think that's like if you look up uh, two seven eight three two. That's the tail number. I think on the NTSB report. I think that's what they listed it as. Um, but yeah, because it was a full write-off, that's where like the the insurance has had issues, and so I couldn't get renters insurance. I couldn't get like get, people couldn't get me on their insurance, so I, I didn't really fly. You had anymore. about a, you probably had a three year. Is that is essentially a three year hiatus? I mean, at least it is now uh, from an yeah. underwriting standpoint. Was it the same yeah. thing then? Um. Well, sorry. Well, explain that again. A three right, in terms of being insurable, um, I think now it's it's a thirty six month it's pretty typical to see insure underwriters not insure somebody for three years. Yes. That was, that was my thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, gr granted, uh, so, um, T Terry, uh, Northwestern, she was my broker. Uh, they were great. They were, they were honestly they were great through the whole process. Um, you know, we did all the paperwork with them. They settled everything and, uh, and, and she was super helpful. I mean, you know, she just said, look, I, I can't, well, you're not going to get any with anybody. You know, I tried EAA, I tried OPA, I, you know, everybody and everybody. And they're like, no. And, Terry was like, you know, just come back to me in 24 months and we'll, we'll chat. And so I came back in 24 months. Well, uh, I can't get anything. All right. Well, then I came back in 30 months. Well, I can't get you anything. I was like, all right, we'll come back in 36 months. Like, well, I, I can get you something. Well, then I was like, all right, sweet. Well, now I can go plane shopping. Well, then I started to go plane shopping. Well, there's nothing on the market. I didn't want an S1S again because uh, I, I was kind of like, I was kind of maxed out with it. You know, it was that you can... I mean, they, I mean, granted, you know, they are fun planes, but um, I, at the end of the day, I'm in the Petra's mindset where my, my goal is unlimited, you know, unlimited team. So I wanted something else, but I couldn't afford a six cylinder. Um, so I, I started looking at one designs uh, initially because I wanted a little more cruise speed and 
thing. But again, you know, I'm, I'm a 250 pound guy. A, a one design does not work with a 250 pound guy. So um, that's kind of what was yeah, the laser. Yeah. Well, it's not even the tighten it. Well, it, I, the one design drew me than the laser. It's the wing. The wing's like three quarters the size of a one design. So um, that's the biggest difference there. So um, it's just you know, purely being able to corner and have more performance capabilities. And um, so I actually did like. What do you What do you five. weigh now? Oh, like two forty something like that. Yeah, two thirty, two forty. Oh wow! So you lost some weight. Oh yeah, yeah. I I did, I did after that. Wow, well, yeah, yeah. I I was a couple. So years you gave ago. up the uh, the uh, the crew meals. Uh, LAB man, LAB and European breakfast all day long. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a meal thing. We, we get paid. We, we basically oh, have to come oh, in. This they, is old buddy. It's corporate talk. Oh. It is. Uh, <laughs> shut up and make your PSL. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. and you're not getting get one your now. fucking shine box. It's <laughs> a shine a box. Yeah. Oh my god, Mikey G can come over and be like, "Hey, Marco, I like your star again." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I would man. I would totally freak out the Don to like invite him over to your airplane and just have him put his hands on it and then right away put clear tape over it just so you never lose that imprint. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, oh, that would be um I actually have a really funny story about him and Sean. Um a couple of people know about it, but so uh we I know. wanted to do uh, I'd say a couple of people, you know, everyone's gonna know now. Uh, and I'm sure Mike listens. Mike, I know, I'm sure Mikey G listens to this, and he's not going to know who I am. But um, <laughs> so I he was. He does now. <laughs> he does now. He's going to know the story now. So it's it yeah. was 2008, and uh, I'm at Oshkosh, and this is when like the aerobatic bug had kind of kicked. You know, Sean D. Tucker had the Skydance video. I don't know if you remember that. Um, it was like and, a yep. yeah, some like oh. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. That was it. The Pirates of the Caribbean video. I don't even remember that one. Things like he had that video going, and then um, you know it was the old Castro, Mikey G playing, and um, you know Rob's video. The the teaser videos had just started coming out, and I was like, man, like, like that's some cool shit. Like that's what I want to do, you know? Because um, I I, you know, I love air shows. I'm all about air shows, and um, you know that that I I wanted yeah. videos in the future. I was like, that stuff at the end game. A lot of the end towards game, the end but, of the heyday. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so like. You know, I'm like, you know, hey, I gone when I was 16, but I wasn't really for the show stuff. It was just because, you know, I, I wanted, I liked aviation. So like, I'm 18. I'm like, man, like, yo, I want, I want to go, I want to go to Oshkosh and see these guys. So you know, I get over there, and um, uh, I was staying at the Hilton right there on the edge of the airport. And um, how'd you get into uh, that hotel? Jeez. Ah oh, man, dude, uh, we booked it like, I think, gosh, I think we booked it like seven eight months in advance yeah it's it's like it's okay. like a set day they open wow. up so um and also that and the guy that handles all the fuel for that air for oshkosh is a guy i do contract work for in the in a jet too so oh, uh, that might have a little bit to do with it it has a lot to do with it <laughs> <laughs> so we just kind of tell him like hey we like one and we he gets his stuff but um but anyway so <laughs> we were sitting at a hotel and uh him and uh so Mike and uh, Mike and Sean D. Tucker are sitting there in their hangar because um, the hangar's right there with all the planes. And uh, I decided, you know what? Like, I'm walking back and we're about to go to that gate. And I like, and you know about the gate, right, Jeff? Where you had to leave your bike at? Oh yeah, yeah. It's so like the left of it, is where, yeah, is where they had all the air show planes. And we were walking back, and I'm like, I'm like, Dad, Dad, that's Sean and Mike. 
Sean and Michael Goulian. He's like, oh, go say hey. I'm like, no, you just can't walk up to him. He's like, oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, my dad doesn't care. So I walk over <laughs> yeah. to him. And, um, and I'm telling like, hey, you know, hey, I get my little picture and stuff like that with Sean and um, and, uh, and Mike. And I sit there and I'm like, yeah, I want to do air shows. And I'm looking at an S1C and this, this, and this. And uh, Mike's like, oh, that's great, kid. That's great, kid. And then Sean goes and uh, turns on. He's like, well, you're going to have to fit into one first, sir. <laughs> Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Wow! No, I do not. I not one bit. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, Did you so, hear that, Mark? <laughs> so that was oh like my, my God! Yeah. Wow! So then it's um, oh, what is it? Years later, and um, they're both at the same. I hope Sean boot. Tucker gains like three hundred pounds, and then exactly. you knock on his door and, roll, and, and, and yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So, yeah, then, so that's a couple years later. And um, so this has been, that was 2018. So that was 2016. It was 20. I think it was so you've just been eating your feelings since then. Oh, dude, just straight up like <laughs> hosties, <laughs> rolls, like dumpy burgers. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Um, you should write, so you, should write you should write Tucker a letter and be like, I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Um, the past 10 years have been really hard for me because of you. <laughs> It'll feel like the paper's like holier that? because there's fried fried chicken grease on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does it smell like KFC? Send the video like, look, see, I can get in and out of a pit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I hope that no, there's no, other no. like I hope there's other fat kids out there listening that are like, you said that to me too. <laughs> Please, please send him an email and be like, bitch, I could bail out of pits too. And just send yeah. him your video. Yeah. I can like, get I out. Had to do, I, had to, I had to do it in seconds. I did not get to fly mine around for, a, for the next 30 minutes figuring out a plan. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. No, no, no. I'm not going to say that. But no. Uh, That's amazing though that you I'm were able to. You just said it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I said it. Wait, can we pause this? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Well, you kind of just did, Marco. I kind of just did. Well, you just did. All, all three listeners. Don't worry. We got your yeah. back anyway. Luckily, Sean, Sean does not listen to this podcast. Uh, I, I can believe that. <laughs> I just got a message. No, but anyway, it, it was funny, though. That, that's like the first time I ever met Michael Goulian. And uh, and then, of course, when you guys had him on the podcast here, it was it was that was a really cool episode. Just him and Chapman, the the. Um, I think seeing the human side of them, I think that's what's great about this podcast. Is what Dude, they're like, such normal like, guys. They, exactly. They, they, and I think that's what um, you talk about, like the starstruck about putting his hand on the thing. Like, I don't think I would, I, I mean, I don't get like that. And Mark would kind of know because um, it, we, we do meet a lot, a lot of famous people that you, you do admire. But um, yeah. like I said, the, uh, the starstruckness is, isn't really there. It's kind of more, uh, more of the respecting. Um, I don't know, know. I get um, starstruck still. I, 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 so let's go back to a camp story. This is funny. So first camp, um, I get invited to uh, last year's um, advanced team camp by uh, by Alon, and um, so I get like a last minute call, and he's like, "Hey, can you want you want to come down to this camp? It's starting tomorrow." And I'm like, "Oh man, like it's a, the you know it's the U.S. Hey, yeah. team, like you know I I did, I was like I kind of was debating if I wanted to go up from intermediate. And I'm like, "Yo, this is like the window. Like this is telling me I need to get, do the jump up." So this is at like. 10 a.m. and I go to my wife. I'm like, "Hey, uh, they got a camp at Sebring. Can I go?" And she's like, well, "When you come back, this so, like, oh, never." Okay. Well, okay then. <laughs> so, and I was on vacation at that time, so it just worked out perfect. So, I hop in my laser, 
you know, book it down to down to Florida. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to fly in front of Rob Holland. I'm going to just show this guy what I am made of. Just, yeah. just show him, get in my plane. Like, you know, for, you know, Don's 300 S is there. AJ and Wacker are sharing their three thirties and Adam's there and Alon's there. I'm like, you know what? Like I- I've got the laser, like I'm good to go. And I, I get in there and, um, start flying there, the Steven known that you guys had. And, um, I get like three figures in and Rob hops on is, Hey, um, why don't we just work on some pull to verticals? I'm like, okay, <laughs> just, uh, no, just, I'll just, just hand you give, my license right now. And just, just give me a half a buck. <laughs> and it was the most demoralizing flight of my life. Cause I realized how bad I sucked. <laughs> Did he call you buddy? He, All right, okay, buddy. That's when it's bad. No, no, he didn't call me buddy, but it was just like, I went in there thinking like, oh man, like, yeah, I'm going to kill it, crush it, impress them and this, this, and this. And uh, I get in there and then like within a three figures, he's like, let's, let, let's just work on some portal verticals real quick. And literally the next <laughs> show three me a, flights. Show me a coordinated turn. No, literally like that's what it was. It was just like, all right, just go to vertical. Just give me a hammer. Just give me a half loop up. Can you do a Cuban eight? Just show me a 45 line. Like that's well, literally what it was. It was it was like at that time it was so demoralizing. But Marco's it's funny. Marco's um, a flight back to England with his family. Fuck U.S. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you guys. To you Northern guys Ireland. Have, you guys can have yeah. Megan and Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a drunk now. I don't want to be a citizen. Oh my god, <laughs> but, that's um, funny, dude. But anyways, kind of t- uh, tailgating that off into uh, to kind of the whole point of that story was, uh, if anybody goes to a camp, expect to do bad in the beginning, but don't go to camp thinking you're gonna impress somebody because you're not in the beginning. Like I think it just yeah. never, it that's never the whole point worked. of a camp. Yeah, like and that's what that's what's great about these camps like I do now because I have that mentality. Like you're there to screw up. Like that's the whole point of the camp is to just you're getting pushed, you're getting there on purpose to screw up, you're tightening everything up, you're basically your screw ups are getting less and less and less. Because no matter what, you you're not you're not getting nines and tens on every figure. Everybody knows that. You're trying to aim for eight and eight fives. And you're, then you're just trying to find that 0.5 that everyone else can't get. And that's yeah. all you're focused on at a camp. Um, and so that that's really what, like, my mentality, um, and that's what, you know, everybody should look at when you, you get to attend these camps. You know, whoever it is, whether it's Morrissey's or, you know, whatever it is, and those people, um, um, you know, just, just focus on, like, whatever they critique you, take that um, – literally in the sense of like they're there to help you and get let you get better because it it yeah well there's a lot of i would i would pay i i wish you know for for me and my sake i wish i would have been with rob when i started in sportsman in primary i always say it all the time like anyone's like oh he's not gonna want to watch you in sportsman or primary oh yes like he'd rather watch you in a category absolutely yeah absolutely like um people talk about like how do you train in the off season like man i kid you not like 90 like i know i post videos and stuff like that some like cool role combinations or i think they're cool role combinations and stuff but um like if i'm actually like training or practicing it's like pull vertical push vertical half loop half loop down um hammer quarter roll two of eight like i'm not doing anything crazy right i'm just focused on clean pulls so that when i hit the line all I'm focused on is a roll. I'm not worried about my pool or vertical. I'm not worried about a half loop down. I'm not worried about a cube and eight. Like the only thing I'm worried about is, am I rolling this right? Or am I rolling this left? Am I hitting this under? Am I hitting it over? Yeah. You know, how long do I want the cadence on this to be? So, um, yeah. yeah. Back to the, back to that coaching thing. Like 
it's it's been said over you know you have a coach you have a ticket blah, blah blah but i think it's important that people you want to like look into how to coach coaches you know, their style so instead of just going with like a big name um which was kind of common errors almost like 10 years ago when when russians and 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 some others were coming over yeah, or in here. All them, yeah. yeah and they're great you know for for people that that fit that style but like it's a long, it's a long, you want it to be a long relationship and, mm-hmm. you know, people can tell vertical and and this or that, but you know, if you don't mesh well with your coach and you have to, you basically, for me at least, like when I go into a training camp, you know, and, and, you know, with the Morrissey's or, and then the, the couple I did with Rob and everything, like you have to go in there and just, you have to be fully trust, you know, you have to trust them. It's, it sounds yeah. so pathetic, but like, yeah. you know, whatever you have to, whatever they tell you to do, you need to do. You can't like, I've seen people like cams where like big name people like Rob or I won't say exactly who or Morsi and like, they'll be like, all right. Like the coach will be like, all right, you need to do this or this, you know, with the pedal and you're coming off heading and people have gone back on the radio back to them and be like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and I'm listening to uh, this like, I, I, oh my I, God, I did, like, did I, that just <laughs> Yeah, I did this at the, I, I did this this past week. We had one figure. Um, we were talking about the energy, and I just said he was trying to tell me to go, and I literally hopped back on the ring. I said I don't have enough speed yet, and I waited like a few more. He let me finish. The, he let me finish the, the the unknown I was doing, and he says, um, "Okay, started at this speed." And I said, "Okay," and I was like, uh, "And he said started at this speed." And I said, "Okay, all right, now do this," and um, like just uh and and i mean it's him just saying look like it can be done just trust me and, th- and that's again that's the whole point is like you've got to trust them and and sometimes you know um it, it is honestly it's hard to build a trust but uh, sometimes you just look at it like you're flying your plane they're not flying your plane and so it's just like well how does he know it can do that but again like they can see on the ground i mean you can yeah man if you watch somebody on the ground you can tell how much energy they've got left in a figure like you can tell if they can pop it if they can you know, go another 10 knots or, you know, slow it another 10 knots or something yeah. like that. But it's a but, long, I mean, it's, it's, it's gotta it's be long, treated. It's a long time. It's a long road because yeah. you, what judges see, what you see is, is, you know, you might have a coach who is telling you this and you might see video and the video looks good and they could be missing like a crucial part. You go to some competition and you're finishing mid pack and you're like, what the fuck? Like I'm the one guy here is training his ass off. I'm doing everything the coach said, right. And I'm, and I'm, and that's ha- that happened to me. Um, which I'm not, I'll get into that another time, but, but like, Oh, that's not uncommon. That's so not like, uncommon. I say yes. that as, as a, as somebody from the outside watching in, I know several totally. coaches that, that coach like that. And Rob's an incredible coach. Uh, just from what I've seen from videos that you Marco post and Jeff, you too. I, I'm, so is, I'm not including Rob in this, but it is, it is one set of eyes. And I have seen, I've watched bad coaching. Yeah. I and it's tough because like, coaching. I think we all it, have. It was really tough for me because like, you know, I developed a, a relationship with, you know, this coach like 10 years ago or whatever, seven years ago. And um, you have to end it like na- I went to nationals twice and like given like, you know, a lot of trust me, like I'll take ownership for most of it. But like just a lot of the foundation stuff was overlooked and like I was flying the foundation stuff unknowingly, like terribly. Like I just we never got into it. So and it was like I said, it was super tough leaving that that relationship. And being like, hey, I'm going to go with a different coach. Like when like, you know, you love the guy as a friend and, and love him dearly because like you got to move on. And um, 
we're just closing that out. Like my point is that like, you got, you got to go to a training camp. You got to go with a coach. You got to trust him, you know, after you do due diligence and then see what the results say. And if the results aren't what you like, then you can move on maybe, you know, and it doesn't say that like the coach is wrong at that point, you know, it's still be pilot error, but like you can't do one camp, two camps with a guy and expect like real, real results. I mean, they'll fix some things yeah. in the beginning, but like, it's a long fucking road. Yeah. I mean, this is the, it's the third time I've flown in front of Rob. So it's not like I, I, I wouldn't really call him like, Oh, I'm flying with him all the time. Um, yeah. But I would say that most people aren't going to pay the money for a coach. Most people might not be able to get coaches, but I would say most of my flying ability comes from Don Hartman. Um, I spent a lot of time in Florida. I spent a lot of time flying around him. Him and I call each other qu- like very quite a lot. Um, and we talk a lot with each other you about figures. How we're... Oh, dude, besties. Um, besties. Yeah, I drink fat tire now because of him. So Ooh, um, look I want fat you... tire, dude. We call that Tucker tire. <laughs> Tucker tire? That's Tucker tire. You don't get well, it. I guess what I get that there is uh, with the. Because Tucker calls you the... fat. <laughs> Tucker tire? Yeah, it's oh, a that's tire. <laughs> You guys tire. didn't get that joke? Come on. I didn't get it. I'm not no, I didn't get it. No, that, <laughs> that was really good, I thought. That yeah. was a good one, though. Yeah. That was yeah. good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> or so, D tire. Um, you know, uh, I, like, if you can't get a coach, you can't get, but like, look at, um, um, you, know, you take like the Georgia boys, like, I call them the Georgia boys because it's like Charlie, Marty, um, like what Lee, um, and all those guys, uh, those guys remind me of like an episode of, sorry, sorry, I gotta interrupt. They remind me of the episode with like, what was the show with like the, what was it? Duck hunters, you know, the guys with the beards and they became oh, like, yeah, yeah, rich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, duck dynasty. Duck dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Who they they, rem- they could be a show and just be on duck dynasty. They could be extra. Listen, to be fair, those guys were not uber rich. They had about a, they had $62,000. But in freaking swamp ass, freaking wherever they came from, they're like living like kings. Continue. <laughs> uh, so what I get that I is, it, I don't think we can't get uh, like that. But I think it's a group of friends that are, if you can find a group to like tack on to. And, yeah. uh, and I'm like super grateful for like Alon because um, you know, he introduced me to all them. And then, you know, Don and Monique, you know, them down in Florida, as many times as I've flown down there and stayed at their house and trained with them. But, you know, like, Don's a, uh, an incredible pilot. The guy flies the extra so well. And, uh, you know, he's team member capable. He's already been on the team. Um, and that's the thing is, is right, is, you know, what's the goal that I'm after is to be on the team. So who do you put yourself around, right? You put yourself people who have that ability or go over that ability. Um, and, and and Don is, is, is very giving in the sense of he gets just as happy as seeing one of us succeed or do as, do as well than Don the other. Like aces. when we were, he is a, um, uh, just an awesome dude. He is. He is. Like, uh, I, I always I always say, um, you know, who got me into the sport was Hubie Tolson. Who kept me in the sport was Don Hartman. Like, That's awesome. Because I, I always look at it like, you know, you, you, uh, there's nobody in North Carolina I fly with. I mean, I fly to Florida and fly. I fly by myself or I'll, you know, like I said, I went to Union City this past week to fly. Um, you know, I would rather fly four hours to go fly down there with Alan Bush, Don and all them. Um, and spend four or five days flying, then just sit here and fly on here because it, it's such a good time with him. And, and like I said, the camaraderie is great. That you know, Don, Don does coaches very well. He sees a lot of things that um, I think in yeah. the sense of 
Um, he's been in the sports for a long time. Well, and it's because he's he's flown Satarvias, he's flown underpowered plane, so he knows how an underpowered plane will look. Um, and as well as Don's very honest in the sense, like if he doesn't know how something should look, he's not going to call and say, "Oh, well, this is how it should look." Like he'll just straight up say, "Like I, I don't really know." So, but I just see this. So at that point, well, no, like, with all due respect, he's flying. He's flying a um, an underdog airplane already. In in the grand scheme of things, not not really in the not in the advance. I, I would think so. I mean, we unknowns. all know the issue with the 300S is a snap window. Remember that, right? Isn't that what Mikey G said? Yeah, that's that's before that the, is- uh, the, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not talking about for nationals. So, I mean, this is what's so interesting is that we get to look, this is why this is so exciting. And, and, and I mean, dude, we could talk for another 19 hours on this stuff, but you know, obviously you have the road ahead of nationals, but, and this is what should be highlighted. And, and even for the unlimited team, right. Um, uh, team selection year, it's, it's a big deal, but it's not that big of a deal. It's, it's a road to whack. It's a road to be on the team to whack. Yeah. Advanced this year. It's the road to be at a whack next year. So then, so you, you, okay. You make the team at, uh, nationals this year. But then it's a whole uh, you're opening up the whole world of, of these airplanes that aren't normally seen. Granted, it's in the U.S., but aren't necessarily seen on the world stage in prevalent numbers. Lasers, one designs. Not that there's a one design competing in advance this year, but, you know, 300S, you know, uh, for advanced for for world advanced um, lasers for world advanced S1. This It's kind of a. I, I mean, I won't say you're shot in the foot because you're not. Certainly not an advance in in well, terms of overall competitiveness. Well, but you, you I think you're right. You, you're, you're going you're up against a bunch of three thirty S. Yeah, it's an absolute right. handicap. I, I always say, I, I think when people realize it, what people don't realize is there is advance IAC and then there is SIVA advance, and SIVA advance yes. is much different than IAC advance and. I mean, if I was to make the team, I, I will not be in my laser competing at AWAC. I'll be in something else for sure. But um, Ooh, what are you going to be in? Ooh, oh, yeah. That is it round? Is it round? I everybody knows I love a round engine, uh, but we we will well, never. And know you that. mentioned Hubie Tolson. Everybody yeah, knows. Well, again, that's a, whole that's a whole different story. <laughs> but that wouldn't. Uh, no, I I, I don't Can think. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would hope it would be, but um. You know, like I said, if not, it would be a flat cylinder, something like that. I would try to find something I could lease, but um, I say yeah, you it, be, let's I, go beat up Adam Messenheimer, and you could take that spot. <laughs> no, no, there we go. <laughs> no, Adam, Adam wouldn't comment. Adam. It would just be, it would just be like he'd be like, okay, he'd give you blue. Steel. You know, you know, who, you know, you know what Adam is with his explanations. You yeah. ever see that? S, you ever see that SNL skit, Chad? Oh, the Chad. No, Chad, the Chad with the cool boy Chad. When he replies, everything's like, okay, that sucks. Okay, <laughs> Adam's rude. <really good. laughs> I heard a um, I don't know if we should talk. We I don't think it's public yet. Um, oh, about who's who and who isn't going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you already know. Yeah. No, I know you know. It's not, we, yeah, I know. I know. It's not. But the, it's uh, not our story. Do we, do we say it? Yeah, no. story, to, story to tell. It'll go public um, anytime. But so the, uh, we'll be able to talk about it. What are you going to get into, Marco? Tell us. Is it an MX? No, no. 
I ain't got that much money, man. Do you do you have an idea or, or do you have do you have a plan lined up? Because clearly you're. I want to. Oh, I mean, plan, plan. Yeah, a sukoy all day long. Yeah, uh, I, I could care less. That's really your that. plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I had a choice, uh, if I had a choice and I can make it happen, it'll be a Sukhoi. Yeah, without a doubt. What can um, beat it for that price? What are you in? You're in like the 150 to 225 price range. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the, you beat that? It's, it's the only plane. Yeah, it's the only plane that's capable of it. Everyone gets scared about it, but um, um, get What's about so it. so scary about it? You jumped out of a pit already. Uh, well, everyone's always worried about parts of them, but I'll tell you something. Uh, I've got the aircraft oh, hanger right, right, right behind my hangar, and. Um, you could, you know, there's, there's plenty of parts for them. There, there's definitely no shortage there. And in Europe, they have tons of them, but yeah, that's the thing is, you know, the Sequoia, it takes a bit long, longer to learn, but, um, you know, everybody's no. in a bunch of prices. And, um, you know, if, if I, if I didn't, if I didn't have my, if I didn't have a budget with my last plan, I wouldn't be in a laser. I'm sure I'd be in an extra or something like that, or a, a six cylinder, but the, um, what is it not man. the Sequoia? Like that price range, it's, you can't beat it. And it's, it's. There's not a part problem. I mean, if you fuck up a wing, there's never been like, a plane. Yeah, I get it. First of all, a higher level you, you competition. Story, so you that. can fly through a power line with it and still fly to your destination. You just can't use yeah. it to get to your destination. So. I mean, that was the craziest. That's the craziest story yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> was, yeah, you heard that. Insane. Right? You land with like two or three propeller blades and a cable wrapped like, around the wing. What are you the fact that he went, went around. around. He didn't land. He's he on went around. Yeah. He's on short final. He's like. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Well, let me just keep flying. <laughs> just pe- this doesn't look good. This doesn't feel right. Yep. Yeah. Well, I wonder if this <laughs> was like, I don't know if that was before or after it hit the mountain. So I guess that all depends. <laughs> no, that was a different guy. This The person that was flying it was... Uh, oh, that's right. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Michael Stevenson flying Yeah, that's it. Yep. I wasn't yeah, sure. Right. But that airplane yeah. went to Canada and then it went to auction. I actually, uh, My father and I got together and we bid on it. We put a, it was a silent auction, and I think it's still in Canada. Last I heard, Sergey was trying to get it. Um, but oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that was like four years ago. But I think it's still in Canada. I mean, you can't get. That's the thing. It's like you can't get a wing. So like you kind of, I get it. You're fucked on on getting a wing. But um, yeah, but I guess my back's like bang bang for performance. It's a hard plane to beat. I mean, um, I could well, go to like Hubie a spot field. Right? I mean, so, yeah, that's kind of the big, yeah. So that's the thing. It's, it's a knowledge thing. Um, and, and there's people that'll help out, you know, um, um, again, like I said, is uh, kind of going back to two things like, um, coaching and critiquing, right. Um, a coach can't teach you how to snap a coach. Can't teach you how to roll. A coach can't teach you how to loop. Right. Uh, but a coach can teach you how to make it look good. So as long as you can build the ability to fly the plane, a coach will show you how to present it to whatever judging you know, judges you're, you're, you're going to. So that's kind of the, the, and, and I look at it now because of my laser, you know, um, um, you know, it's, it, it's clearly underpowered in the advanced category. It's a, it's a low, it's a lower end of it, but uh, it still does well. It still performs well. I can, you know, there's not one, there's not one sequence I've flown this year that I can't not fly through all the way through. I don't have to take any breaks or anything like that. Um, yeah. And even like, yeah. um, you know, I, and I actually took your hint, um, off one of the other podcasts, you know, when you talked about the three quarter snap pushouts, um, you know, we were doing them. I was doing this past week, you know, P loops with the three quarter snap pushout. Like, you know, um, I had two sequences with that yeah. at the end of it, and um, you know, and again, like yeah, they're, they're massive. 
yeah, they're massive altitude eaters. But again, it's all about like energy management. Like, you know, which lines do you get speed for and which lines don't you get speed for? And that's kind of the same thing with the super. Like once you learn any plane, you know, with a Stodiker, 300S, whatever it is. That's, um, that's what Nationals is going to come to. Like you can do, you know, crazy good and the known and the free. And like, that's all fun and dandy. Uh, but if, if, if you don't fly, you know, a solid unknown, I, I mean, that's where, uh, that's where the movement in the standings really happens is, is the unknown. Um, I mean, you want to position yourself as best as possible for the known and free. I wouldn't overdo it, but, um, but having, you know, being able to be in like the top six and being able to submit your figure that you hope nobody picks, um, and design a good free unknown and, and fly it well. I mean, that's where, that's where the team's going to be, be formed, I think. Um, and I'm excited about that fourth flight. Yeah, I, I, I am too. Yeah. The, the, the certain fourth free unknowns are, they're always fun. And, um, like you said, is uh, the, 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 that that's where they're always decided because the guys who are, who the guys who are the top, they're not worried about saying, all right, well, I just got to get through this and not zero it. Like that's, they're not thinking that at that point, they're like, okay, I'm going to put uh, figure six, 500 meters deep, 250 meters from the center. And I'm going to do this one under, and I'm going to hold this line for this count so that when I come around, I can put it in this part of the box. Like that's how they're yeah. thinking. They're not thinking like, all right, well just make sure you don't zero this and, you know, put it on the far end of this box and the far end of this box, so you have more time to think in between, right? They're like, okay, I don't want it any further than this or any further than that. And if I screw up this yeah. figure, I can correct that on this figure. Like that's how they're thinking. They're not thinking like, oh, well, I've got a free unknown. Like, let me just walk it a hundred times and hopefully I don't, hopefully I have it all memorized. Yeah. That, that, and yeah, there's just a lot to it, but like, it's just, it's a, it's an exciting position to be in, especially for yourself because, I'm stoked, you man. Know, yeah, I love competition. It, the comp- yeah. I love competition. Um, I used to do – I was a field goal kicker growing up in high school. I did a lot of solo. Um, I used to go all around, like, the southeast Florida – or southeast United States field goal kicking and oh, um, do it for, for like, co- uh, college prep stuff. And um, and that's and that's all that is. They literally stick you out on a football field with, like, 30 other kickers, and you're just kicking against each other. And, like, everybody has the same conditions. Everybody's got the same balls, uh, the, the footballs and stuff like that. And um, you're just – you know, it's whoever comes out on top at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, nine times out of 10, the guys that always came out on top. It was never the guy who could kick it big or the guy who was, uh, you know, um, you know, had the, had the biggest foot or the biggest leg. It was always the guy that was just automatic. It was like 40 yards, bam, every time. And that's the same with this sport, right? You've got, um, I'm going, um, well, after I explained it, you know, being automatic, because I know we've always gotten to like top tens here and I definitely already have my top 10. Um, and there's some guys in there that I don't think anybody knows about that. I think there's one person in a top 10 that people don't realize, but he kind of falls under that line for me. And, um, like if you look at a lot Let of the guys, who, find them. um, you yeah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see a lot of the guys who, who, who progress through, they're not, um, they're not, I won't call them wow guys, but they're not, they're not somebody that hits an 83 and then they hit a 68. Like they're, they're always in that upper seventies. They're always consistent with their scores. And um, and that's what I think the scores become important because like last year is a really good example. Like I, I got a top 10 finish. I was stoked, but um, I had no zeros and I had no outs, but I had guys beat me that had outs and I had one had two of them had one. Yeah. Like Steve Johnson beat me. I think he had a zero and Don Hartman was like right behind me and he had a zero. Um, and so again, it was a, a consistency game. 
Um, but like they just fly a lot better uh, at the end of the day. That's what that was. They flew better. I just got lucky and didn't have a zero and I stayed consistent. Um, so that's what I say. Don't zero. Cause like, yeah, I thought you said I mean, get lucky. Well, both, but like, that too. you Remember, know, if you fl- single seconds and double seconds, yeah. if you, uh, if you just don't zero and fly, fly good, not great. You're going to have a great finish. I mean, but that, can't zero that's the difference and, between that's the difference yeah. between sixth to 10th and fifth to first though. Sixth to 10th yeah. is kind of those, uh, I, I'm going to get beyond that's kind of those guys, right? They're like, okay, I've got a chance. I'm going to get there. Just, just don't zero anything and let's get on, let, let's get on with it. You know, I'll be honest with you, like, Dunphy, Osmeyer, Penner, um, like they're not going to be thinking that. Like, you know, Penner's out to win it. Everybody knows that. Um, Osmeyer is going to be out to win it. Dunphy's going to be out to win it. Um, like Marty, they're going to be right there. None so of them are going to think. None of yeah. them are going to be thinking about just getting by. Exactly. Yeah. Penner, no way. Penner right now is like Rocky for like when he fights the Russian or three, Dude, and he's just Penner. lifting logs in the snow because it's snowing already there. Probably he's just doing bench presses with timber logs. While the trainers frozen freaking, maple logs, frozen maple logs, dumping syrup on him, like what syrup boarding him, <laughs> syrup water boarding him. Marco, what it, so what let's let's hear your top 10. Yeah, so top 10. Um, Oof, so Dumpy, Osmeyer, Penner, um, and then I'm gonna run in with fifth place is gonna be Kyle Collins. Okay, um, so that's the name I don't think a lot of people know. Uh, but extremely consistent pilot, uh, flown against him twice. Um, has he flown nationals? Has not. So that's his only downside. But yeah. uh, he has a bit of a luck on his side because he has Aaron's panzel. So yeah. Um, and Aaron's got some like lucky juju on that thing. He seems to be a good um, pilot. I've seen his results. I mean, he's he's definitely he does. He, great, he he flies yeah. it. He flies it very very good. I I guess yeah. that is. Um, is he flying advanced as a rookie? He's really flying advanced as a rookie. I mean, as a national rookie, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, so he flew it last year. He had a Pitts S one T or something like that. Um. So he's a Pitts guy, and then went to the the Panzel, but he scores all in the Panzel. So I'll take him as fifth. Uh, I'm gonna put Marty up there at six, and nice. then I think Ooh, I like between eighth and. I think the last, uh, that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I, um, between the last four, um, I'm definitely putting myself in there. Don, Steve, Johnson. Um, who else? Um, let's see. Um, Jay Flood. Stan- but no, he hasn't flown competition in four or five years. So I know, and that's, that's why I don't know. Tough. Um, yeah, and I don't. I haven't heard him practicing. I haven't even. What about Silberti? Silberti is um, so stacked, dude. Silberti, Galloway. Sam Moy Galloway. Yeah, Sam Moy's know, coming? Yep. Yeah, he's I thought he was on there. I saw him registered. Oh, he must I gotta add it to my list. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I think he just was just up there. Um That's great. Yeah. And so like I I, I think that's where you're you're gonna see it. Um I know Kyle's and you know, and see, like there's so many, like that's what's, that's the coolest thing about this advance. I don't think people realize, right? Is we've got what 30 competitors. Um, four of them are from whatever the, the, the North Northern place is called, um, where the white walkers live or Canada. Oh, the gross um, place. Grossland. Yeah. Grossland. Grossland. Freaking Canadians. I hate them. That's what yeah, I know. And it sucks. So my you know, my queen just passed Denim away Denim. and she's still on their, do- on their dollars. Like it sucks. Ugh. Yeah. That's that sucks. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, uh, but saying is, you know, we got 30 competitors. Um, I guess we five have more Canadian, and we have one. Yeah, we got German. 30. Well, I don't know if the German is going to be able to fly. Um, I'll talk Do to you later about that. We have an outbreak bratwurst for them. No, there's not enough uh, red light district workers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough Venus official. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say in Eurotrip? What's the safe word? Do you remember? I have no clue. No, no. I have oh, no man. Clue. I don't or, remember. Yeah, you remember. Okay, whatever. But so who's your number Who's number one? Who's going number one at nationals after four flights? Uh, not three, flight? four. Oh, who's going one? Four? Well, then, well, all the Canadians are out. Um, I mean, I'm still gonna put Dunphy up there. So yeah. I know he, I, I, I know he hasn't done any contests, but um, I mean, I hate to say contest, it, but tests. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. Just all right, so let's go back to three then. So I'm sorry, th- third flight because we gotta this the maple syrup lovers gotta be involved in this. Yeah, I um, mean, um, I just don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It can go either. I, I think it's going to come down to. Um, but you know the thing about it is like you got um, like Marty's right up there. Celebrity. Yeah, and so yeah, but you know you put Celebrity up there, but again, like um, advances. He's a wild man. card. Not not in the wild Galloway, card, right? Mike Galloway. Oh. I think Mike Galloway is coming back to for uh, re- revenge. Re- what's that word, Mark? Revenge. Revenge for the Texas um, boys. Revenge. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he's coming you know, back. I gave, I, so, he, I gave him so much shit last year because um, well, I beat him in the known, and we, he, I, I was on the judges. It was me, him, and Adam on the judges line together, and he was saying <laughs> something about his three hundred. I was like, man, that sucks, you know. And I was like, you got beat by my plane, and my plane cost like a quarter of the price of yours. And then, of course, the next flight, he got like an eighty-five percent, which is the unknown and win it. I think um, if I had to do under, <laughs> I wouldn't say underdog because he's definitely not a fucking underdog. But it, at a left field, no, under, underdogs are, are the under. Uh, honestly, all the underdogs are got they be four cylinders: Britt Lincoln, Kyle yeah. Collins, um, Grant Nielsen. I think. I think um, Britt's going to have a good showing this year. She's been training a lot with Craig. Britt's a real wild card. Yeah. I, I yes, think... true. And I, and I don't I don't mean that she's um un, she, well, nobody has seen her compete in advance. We talked about this a little bit, you know, um on the last podcast like mm. she's she's not posting any of her flights, which is hey, smart, right? Don't 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 throw your cards she out did. there, you know? She she did. Yeah, the judges are watching. <laughs> No, I guess I, I just mean like is she she's not throwing full sequences out there. I mean she's throwing yeah, I just threw like, one out. Just tidbits she's, here and there. She's throwing the highlight reels. Yeah, which is everybody. Hey, everybody does it. I'm not I'm not begrudging her for it. Um, and I love Brit. Everybody knows that. Um, but you know this will be her first contest in advance. Uh, obviously, she's been working with Craig hard. That you know, man. Yeah, it's she, tough. To, she could. It's tough. Absolutely, to pick, she could. Yeah. A lot of unknowns, but I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm not making my thing official yet, but right now I'm really feeling Galloway. I'm I'm kind of feeling Galloway. You know, I got to find yeah, out I if he's been flying. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know him well enough for. Uh, Neither I don't do know I, but I, well enough. So, um, he flies a 300s, right? Yeah, yeah. Him and Don's look like basically they, yeah, they're basically exact same. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, two 300s is in advanced. 
That's why that's that's why this is so exciting. I mean, look at this list. That's one. I guess that's the whole gist of this was we have thirty competitors. If we take the, the you know putting putting away, um, you, you have thirty competitors. Put just team and focus of it. You literally have like twenty plus pilots that are all team capable, and that's why I think yeah. like you're gonna have this. You're gonna have a big separation. I think in the top four, top four or five maybe, but that like spot six to like spot 18 it's just going to be like point ones and point twos of yeah. percent and that's where it's going to be real it's going to show like who can get that extra point five you know um do you have a mental training well, program and, like that you're going to do there because or are you, how are of, you under nerves like how are are you with nerves and contest setting like do you have like a regiment um i, I just generally listen to music so walk here quite a bit listen to music um do you watch your other people that. fly? Yeah, I don't mind watching other people fly. I, 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 I don't see people are against that, but um, I'll be honest with you. Um, last year, with um, it was great watching other people fly because the winds were so unpredictable. And um, we, uh, whenever I was kind of right before mid pack on the, I think it was the free, and um, that we flew, and two other people behind us flew. And then they swapped the swapped them because we the people started with like a quartering headwind, and then by the time we got out there, it was a, a crosswind. And then by the time the last two got out there, uh, it went to a tailwind. So they swapped the sequences around. And um, if I hadn't watched, you know, the first couple guys go ahead of me, um, I would have started way closer in the box than I ever would have purely because of that. So um, I don't, I don't, I think if you're watching people to be like, Oh, am I going to beat this guy? You know, you're already lost. But if you're watching to see like, uh, cause you know, you're trying to get every advantage you can. So if you got eight people in front of you and every single one of them is getting too close onto the judges, well then, you know, you got a real strong wind or, um, you know, and of course I hope we, uh, I don't, I don't know if we get um, a warm up sequence this year. I think that's kind of just decided at the point, but um I mean, think about that, right? Like in in SIVA, you get a warm up sequence that you, and all you're doing in your warm up sequence is figuring out what the winds are. If you're number ten in in order of flight, which you know mm -hmm. is going to be so important this year, order of flight. Um, now you're talking about now you literally have thirty minutes worth of data to figure out, like, okay, well, where can I put this position and this position? So now you're getting an extra thirty minutes to really figure out the winds in your your sequence. So, yeah. Now, order of flight is going to be something interesting, interesting you know? too. You know, several years. I mean, and this this is not uncommon to have. Uh, you know, especially with a uh, um, a whacker and a whack in the United States. Um, you know, I think typical numbers in that category to to vie for team selection go up. That that's natural. But you know, you look at at, at common years and the people the the la the plug on the team, the last person on the team, is somebody that you know. More often than not, and this is not to begrudge anybody, they fly better than I do. But for lack of a better phrase, squeak on, right? Their their percentages are, are low. Um, the 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 last person to make the team isn't isn't scoring eighty fives. I think this year, I think you're going to see the entire field, the advanced team fielded by. I mean, the what what do you guys think the lowest score, the plug, seventy six, the lowest it's scoring team? Seventy six. Uh, I, I yeah. think I think mid seventy six is where like if. That, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even be shocked with a 77, 78. Like, I think yeah. it's going to be, I, I think you're going to see just such a high pedigree. I think, all I think the way top, the team five, selection. top five will I, I be. Will, I will say, though, I will say that I mean, if, 
we have the wins like we did last yeah. year, I think that whole scoring will drop a few percent because that was, you know, I remember last year when you guys did that, whenever they posted about the scores and like, Oh, why are the scores are so low? Well, man, that first day, I think we had like almost 40 knots on the judges. Um, you know, and so it's just yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah. It was, it was insane that day. And um, so that's again is, you know, a lot of it will depend on the wind and that kind of stuff. But um, if you just did it like, you know, let's say a calm wind situation and we just took like average for average, yeah, I think if, if whoever's 76 or higher is, is a real contender, um, is a real contender for – and that's what is going to be interesting, right? Because you're going to have guy. this is why I don't – you know, regionals are fun. Regionals aren't a judge of your international side because, you know, you can go to a regional and you can hit a 78, 79. Like I got an 83% on my free – my last contest. Um, I'm sure that's a 75 all day long at nationals. Yeah, the, the 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 scoring is so much different in in those realms, um, you know. So, I say, yeah, uh, kind of. It, um, it, it, it is it is a different type of judging, but yeah, I, I would say I think I think mid like seventy six and a half, let's say you know, and higher is where the, the people are going to be at for that. I mean, not to sound like a dick, it'd be impressive, but I'm really looking forward to like after the first flight is done, you know, because there's going to be we'll see who's got nerves. Um, yeah, you know, and then it's gonna, it's just, there's, there's so many really good pilots here that like anything can happen and like, who's going to zero and who's going to drop. So, like, so yeah. you should say like, we have so many good pilots, right? So like you look at the unlimited team like last year, but now start looking at advanced, man. Like, you know, if, as long as these guys stick it out, like, holy crap, dude. Like, that's why I think about it. Right. You get, you get Adam, you know, and I know Alon's not competing, but we've all seen Alon fly. Um, you know, and you know, Marty's not, Marty's not moving up, you know, that you know, Don's not moving up, and Steve and a lot of these guys aren't moving up, but you know, like the, the potential for, for like what the unlimited team is going to be able to hold capable down the road, I think, I think, I think it's great. You know, I say it's just, um, it's unfortunate that the gap, the gap is kind of big for you know, cost of entry, but um, you know, I, I just think. But the way that the talent that's coming up in advance, it's going to be a lot of fun down the road for, you know, us going into unlimited. The fact that we have 15 unlimited people competing this year, you know, that's going to be fun in itself to watch. More like it's like 14 and a half. Absolutely. But, Why did you drop already? <laughs> no, I just I can only give I'm only. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> He's like, shit, there's a mid wing and I don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no problem. I going to fuck you up, dude. Oh, Endo no is going to wipe his minute, ass with you. That that is the only thing I look forward to this whole contest. It's like, if is Jeff getting beat by the mid wing, and then oh, guaranteed. Like, if on, I was still like down the road, down the road, Jeff's going to be like, "Hey, man, you should come out and fly my plane." It's like, well, what's the fucking point now? Because uh, yeah, <laughs> Mark Mark's plane is better, and then you know the clearly that I happened, find a better airplane. Like yeah, like in the minute that happens. It's just gonna and it massages has just gonna grow even bigger. I hope, I think how much more carbon yeah. is gonna go on his midway. I hope somebody brings me some training wheels to nationals. I'm gonna you know. I'll bring you a popsicle. <laughs> I need a bib. A bib. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pumped. I mean, like I have no pressure. Well, I have pressure yeah. to be good because I'm competitive, but like yeah, and you know, it's such like, a it's such a big learning curve unlimited that like I can't it's not like another category where you could play the game where it's like, okay, I'm going to wait till I'm an assassin and then step up. Like unlimited is like, at least for me, like it's a five year freaking thing before I'm even like, 
okay. before I get competitive. Yeah. So, and I, I think, um, so I gotta go, really, I gotta I'm, get the experience. I gotta embarrass myself, I guess a little bit. You know? Yeah. But I, I think that's what the interesting side, there's no replacement is. for it. What's that? No replacement for what? Go ahead, Marco. Sorry. Uh, I say, I, no, I there's just no replacement. There's no, there's no replacement for, uh, getting in the ring. No, you're going to no, have to, not, you can't, no. you can't just stay in a training camp and, 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 and practice that's until literally how national know. was for me last year. I, I wasn't really even going to go. Cause I was like, well, why am I going to go? Like it's nationals. I'm not really doing anything. And then Don's like, you need to go out there. And I was like, well, and he's like, no, seriously, trust me. You need to go out there. You need to experience. It was probably it. the biggest learning experience you ever had in aerobatics. Cause like oh, you just a, information overload. First of all, it was the biggest learning. It was the funnest time ever because it was my first time and I got to do the, uh, you know, I got top 10, I got seventh in the known. So that was such Ooh. a confidence boost. And I was oh, yeah. like, Oh man, well, I was your ringer for that. You probably don't remember that. Um, of course I do. And then, Oh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I know how to pick them. I won our, you know I won to... my own contest for the world. Right, Mark? Of course you did. I, you know what? People keep asking us about your, that. We need to go back and actually yourself. look at that. No, I did. I did the count. I tied some other person. I owe some. Other, I owe my co-winner a pair of gloves. I got to get to that. But it's been a little crazy. some gloves. But no, well, I co-won that. Yeah, thing. I guess we get that, that is, shit. It, it was a blast. Like, uh, you know, got to the figure selection. That was a lot of fun. I got a lot of stupid looks by like Dunphy and all these guys. You that I tried to put a, uh, I did the. Uh, so originally I wanted to do a one and a quarter snap, but you can't do that in advance. And I didn't know that. So I had put like four figures up there that you can't even do in advance. Um, yeah, mind so games. I like failure. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm one and a quarter snap. Watch me do this. No. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> so then at that point, it was like, you know, I, everyone else has their figures. And I'm like, Don, you know, Don Center, he's like, yeah, yeah, you, you need to make, you know, you figure this out. You know, what do you, what do you want to pick? I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just looking at what they post and figuring out what I want. Where like now, you know, I've got 10, 12 different figures I can throw in in two seconds if I need, to, you know, whatever combination I want. A little stressful. I wish that people weren't such dicks about it sometimes. You know what I mean? Well, it was, it, you know, it, it was just in the sense it was like my first time. And I'm like, okay, why can't I pick this? Well, did you read the rule book? Well, no, you know the rule book, you know. I hate when other thing. people like judge <laughs> your figure too. I hate that shit, man. It's like, it's my so, figure. I'll put whatever the fuck I want up there. Yeah, so I ended up picking a, a one and a half snap with a two two of four on the bottom because oh, the only cool. reason I picked it was because Marty, I, I, I'm one and a half snaps on my favorite figure. Uh, and then I needed a lot of smash yeah. for the, uh, well, I needed smash for the uh, push push loop uh, with the roll on top. And so I, that way I could just set it up with that. But, uh, but anyways, nice. uh, so, you know, we go to the first nationals and like best time of life, you know, besides, besides Sebring and that, like I could not do another contest all year and pfft, I'd be just as happy. Yeah. N Nationals is a blast. Man. And especially if like yeah. you're competitive and you like to fly and even, even if you just like watching other people fly, I mean, but like you a, going um, to a contest or slash nationals in a category that you didn't think you were ready for, which you clearly were, um, you learned so much as you, I'm assuming this is remains true for you as it did me, but, um, you learned so much of what you have to work on. Like it's just, yes. it's, it highlights every like big error that you really didn't think was that big. Yeah. So like the biggest thing I learned from nationals last year was walking. And, um, I, I found out how bad I was at walking. And, um, so, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to AJ and let's just say like people can bash on him, 
But this guy spent like an hour and a half with me and we just walked. We had like, he had like 10, 12 seats. And they were, some of them were unlimited, some of them were advanced. But it doesn't matter what sequences it is. It can be a, a primary, it can be a sportsman. Once you learn how to walk something, it doesn't matter what you can do in the air. Like in the air, you know, like he always says, you're only verifying in the air what you walked on the ground. That's like his whole, also, that's what he's always saying. And, and it's true because, um, if you can walk a sequence and pick it within, you know, a few, you know, 20, 30, 40 meters of where you put it on the ground, once you get in the air, it might vary a little bit, but it doesn't vary a lot, but you just develop such more of a bird's eye view of where you're at in the box. Um, and I think that's where a big lack is. And people are like, Oh, I don't need to walk my sequence. No, even that's hysterical. Sportsman, like my, um, you ignorant. You ignorant. <laughs> my, my first, my first contest in the laser, um, I posted the way because I, you know, it's like I've been like a three year anniversary. Of compete. Well, yeah, because I just started advanced. Yeah, so it's like almost three years since I bought the laser and competed in it. Because uh, this would be nationals would be my fifth contest in it, and um, and so I did sportsman because I just bought it. I had it for like two weeks. And I'm like, I'm gonna go out and fly, and um. I'm like, well, I don't need to fly this thing. Like, you know, I'm just did the sportsman free. And um, I was like, I don't need to fly. And of course, I knew, knew nothing about walking. Well, the second freaking figure, I did the wrong way and flew the rest of the sequence and never stopped. Yeah. Right. Because I'm just memorizing figures. Like, I know I've got to do a loop here or a half cube in here or a vertical here. Right. But when you walk something, it's no longer about the figure. It's about, well, where is it in the box? And, it, you know, like, well, why is my hammer not in? this section of the box like you would pick that out in two seconds if you rolled the wrong way or if you looped the wrong way and um so e even the guys that are in you know primary or sportsman or intermediate like you know and I, I know everyone's like oh you know it's, it's it's just there are a few figures but man it's still you know still wins a win and walking walking and then and if you're going down the road it's, it, it it's more important than you know like even at this even at, you know even at the camp like you know we you now we'll probably walk a sequence four or five times there's definitely nothing wrong with um you know grabbing a sequence and going to fly it because i think you still got to learn how to read a card while you're in flight because you still got to figure out where you're I, at and uh, i don't agree with that i don't agree with grabbing no? a sequence and then there's no point to it because it's not a realistic setting you know one of what, what is that training you to do just to be behind behind the eight ball i mean i mean not uh, to be you know behind the airplane you know why, why don't you train like you're going to be in a contest and like what's the point of going up in an airplane and not knowing what you're going to fly right away you know, the focus should not be on flying figures wrong and being flown poor quality figures and worrying about a card. If you're worried about reading a card, sit in the airplane on the ground and throw, throw a fucking towel over the top so you can't see anything outside and look at the card. That's what you want to do. But like, it's just to me that that's, I don't agree with, I know a lot of people do that and I don't know what you're going to gain from that. Like, why can't you practice looking at the card on the ground and then do it in the air? Because you can only look at the card at certain points. It's a stress factor, right? So you're you're increasing the stress once you get in the air. But you shouldn't um, be stressed in the air. You should be relaxed. Oh, uh, but again, it's a it's adrenaline thing, right? So um, you know what, Marco, you're full of shit. Huh? I'm and, not uh, full of shit. Sean Tucker, <laughs> and Sean Tucker was right about Tucker you. Me fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Tucker, right about you. He's right. You no, fat fuck. <laughs> I'm just no. I'm just saying, like, I don't agree with it. Like a lot of people do it. And yeah, I'm no, sure people sure, that yeah. my ass Sunday will 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 attribute it to it. But like, I just you know. To me, if you can spend as much time planning on the ground, because um, you, you even said it yourself with these walkthroughs, like you're just verifying 
what you're going to do in the air. So what are you verifying in the air at that point? Not knowing what you're yeah, going to so, fly. Um, so I kind of look at it as in a sense of if you, um, I, I think it's purely part of a stress thing. Like, you know, if you, if you kind of get yeah. stressed up for a contest or um, your drilling gets pumped somewhere or. Um, yeah, but that's setting. You know, if, that's if, a, if that's a, a contest break, setting. Take, yeah. If you, have, if you take a break. When you're home, you're not going to um, be stressed. I mean, I mean, you're right, but you know, you train like competition. So uh, I know you're saying you, you walk through, you don't plan not to take any breaks. So, and, and of course you're right. Like you plan not to take any breaks, but you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's something I do, um, do quite a bit is I'll just grab a sequence and uh, I might, I don't walk through it like Has crazy. It you? Like I'll get yeah. Cause I can, I can read a, I mean, I can sit there and read and, and peek at a, I can peek at a card real quick if I want to um, in case I have a brain fart moment. That's kind of That's how good. I look at it. As and long maybe, as it helps maybe, you, then do it. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just a, a you know a, a my human ability to to be able to to, to memorize something exact. Because um, you know, like when um, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how your free is or the known is with you and stuff like that. But like you know, certain sequences just seem to memorize easier than others. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, so, see, the problem that yeah. I have with with that with that whole analysis is like, you you know, you want to you want to learn how to read a card. I get that, but. The problem is, is that when you train on the ground and do walkthroughs and memorize it partially and you want to fly that plan and and yada, 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 and then say you go in the air and, and something happens and you want to rely to plan B, which is that practice that you did, you know, which is going and flying a card and learning how to read a card in a contest. Everything is happening. It's double timed at that point. Everything's happening fast. You're, you're in a new setting, you're at nationals. And now it's not even about reading a card. You have to find where you're at at the sequence and then read the card. And then not, and at that point, like so much time has passed. So now you're behind the airplane already because like it's advanced and, and unlimited. There's so many arresty figures on this, on this freaking card. I don't know how big your card is and who knows how much writing is on it. So now like the last thing is about reading a card. You got to find where you are at in this card which could take like a couple seconds, especially if you're like midway through the sequence and there's parallel lines and 45 lines and the numbers are so small, you can't even see the numbers. So like half the time, like that's why people get all fucked up because they don't know how to walk a sequence. So they'll walk a sequence, be looking at a card doing like a double, you know, an outside flick or, you know, you're doing this and you're looking at the card and then they get into the airplane and they're flying the, the, the sequence and they get a little lost and they don't have time to look at the card. And when they're looking at the card, it's not the same time as they were looking at the card on the ground. So they can't find their spot in the sequence and they're all fucked up. And then they just like, I'm going to roll left. And it was supposed to be a right roll and they're guessing and it just gets them all fucked up. So like if you fuck up, you fuck up, you know, if you mess up in the middle of this, like you don't want to plan to mess up, you know, you shouldn't really have a secondary plan, especially if you're planning to win. Um, But like at that point you need to rely on your walkthrough on the ground. I think, and and what you averse i mean you got 24 hours to to walk a sequence so like you know i would i would be full force like i wouldn't be planning on fucking up i would be planning on not missing by 10 feet or 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 skimming a boundary or skimming you know bringing everything as you know to the performance zone and shit like that you know because i've had trouble in the past where like i've in the beginning where like you get lost in the sequence a little bit and like, I can't even find where I am in the, in the card. And then I end up flying backwards. And that's what happened to me in uh, 17 at nationals. I flew uh, like three or four figures backwards at nationals because I lost oh, myself. Okay. 
I looked at the card and the way that it was designed, I looked an inch lower than I was supposed to. And it was a very similar figure. And, mm. you know, I just went with it. And it's you know what Sean Tucker would call you fat. He did. He did. And um, then I called. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say a really mean joke. I can't say that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Maybe it, maybe yeah, it's a pet no. peeve. Maybe it's a pet peeve because I heard Corey talk about that and I hated it. What? The just grabbing a sequence and go flying it. I think it's a yeah, pet peeve I, of mine. I, well, and don't forget, I think it depends on how valuable your time is. I'm Did Rob say to do now. this too? No, no, no. <sighs> Thank you. No. Yeah, no, Rob didn't say that. <laughs> no, this is just something. I mean, I understand the skill. I understand yeah. the skill. You know, under, my, like, my, the reading comprehension. I get it. My my thing is like I guess I guess for me, um, kind of like learning learning the catalog, right? Like you you've got to learn the advanced catalog, but um, you know the, a lot of the from, from you know like normally if I'm practicing at my house, um, I have two spots. I keep my I either keep my plane over the airport close to me, or I keep it at a grass strip. And so the airport close to me, I can open up a box at. And if I open up the box, I primarily I'm just doing a, a known and a free or an unknown, like specifically there. Um, if I'm doing something over like at the grass strip, uh, it's, it's way higher up because there's no box there. But um, the, generally that's how, how it works is I'll, I'll grab an unknown or I'll, I'll grab wh- whatever I see. And then I'll kind of work off figures off that, that it's not something I do a lot. Um, but that's also because, you know, I have a bit more fortunate that I can, I don't burn a lot of gas with the four cylinder and um, the drives to, to and there from, and I can kind of work out the schedule throughout the day pretty well to, you know, to uh, with, with the kid and stuff and the wife, you know, kids, one kid's in school, one kid's nap. So I can just go out during the nap time and go work and I love uh, it. train for a little bit. So I think that's where my side of it is going, but yeah, like, like competition prep right now, you know, it nine times out of 10, it's, it's going to be grabbing it highlighting in it writing the, the the notes in it to, to pertaining to that win condition um then walking in it a couple of times and then go flying it yeah so, um, and I mean, that's what you gotta find out what works for you that's exactly that's really, yeah you know because everybody's yeah. gonna be different um but like you're too good to to plan to fail like that that's why i take offense to it you know what i mean wait why are you saying i'm gonna fail no, like to me, like that grabbing a sequence and, and, and trying to figure out where you are in a sequence and working under stress, like that doesn't, that doesn't echo you. Like you're, you're flying really well. Like you're, it's, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think knowing a sequence and learning a sequence is an issue with you to be able to waste your time, like putting yourself in an unnecessary stressful situation. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess in the translation of, um, I won't call it. I'm just saying. I guess what I more or less mean is, because um, you know this is um, a year and a half now into advance. Is technically what I am because I started it last winter, and to try and learn the whole advanced catalog is really difficult, right? Because if you try to figure out, you know, take a forty-five line, right, two or four, one and a quarter, three quarter, a quarter roll, or um, you know, two or four opposite. You know, there's so many variations for me to sit there and go and fly every single one of those figures. Right. Yeah, that's kind of hard to do. You know, I just spent the past five days, four days looking at every advanced free known, free unknown. Let me tell you, there's like four or five figures that's in every single one of them. So like if you're training for a specific training event, like 
you know, you don't need to go hammer out a bunch of figures, but there's stuff you've got to know how to fly. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a gimme. And so I guess that's kind of a look with the, the unknowns, right? Cause man, like you could get, you know, outside rollers, inside rollers, you know, you could get, um, one and you know, whatever one and a half rolls in 180 degrees, but to go out and practice that a day in day out and try to nail every single one of those, you're never going to get good at every single one of them. Like there's no way you can do that. It would take ages to get all that. Right. Um, and especially starting to figure out like, okay, well, um, I hit this 45 or vertical line at 200 miles an hour and I have a two or four on the way up and a hammer. Well, now I have a two or four on the way up and a cap off. When I have a two or four on the way up and a shark's two, I have a two or four layover, right? Like to try and get every single data point on that, that's going to be hard to do. But now you have to translate that to a sequence, right? Well, what figures before it, right? Well, you know, now it's a climbing figure. So now you have a half loop up, half roll, then a pull vertical with a two or four. Well, what speed are you going to be at then? Well, how often are people training snaps at 80 miles an hour or mm. hundred miles an hour or trying pull verticals at hundred and 110, you know, no, nobody is. Everyone's doing it full smash because that's what their mentality is, is go full smash. So, right. Yeah. So I guess that's I like hard. Kind of helps okay. me figure out like where there are some figures that I'm extremely weak on or, um, figures that I'm not extremely weak on and stuff like that. Um, you're not weak so, on anything. Freaking crush it. Yeah, I'm weak on a diet, according to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Food is so good. It is, man. Dude, them gummy bears on the way home today. Oh, my God. They hit the I spot wish, right. I wish we were popular enough where, like, something could go viral. Like, something hashtag, you know. Gum, gummy bear bandit. Gummy, gummy bear, bear bandit. bandit. That's that a good name for you, Marco. Rob, that asshole Rob ate all my gummy bears that first day. You know, that was a really stressful flight. And um, <laughs> I came Strictly down. because and, he ate your food. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, it's the thing. Like, I'm halfway through, and I'm like, oh, man, this flight kind of sucks. And then it comes on the radio it and sucks, says. sucks, but at least I have gummy bears. At least I have gummy bears. Oh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm definitely going to owe you a bag of gummy bears. And I was like, oh, well, maybe there's, like, a few left. And I land and, like, nope. Just, just an empty wrap. He didn't have the decency to throw it away, so I wouldn't see it. Like he, like had to rub it in my face. I hope you collected. He charged that. you like, like six grand to, to be coached, yeah, and I, then eats all your gummy bears, and then leaves the wrappers for you to see it. I hope you gave him like exactly. two dollars and thirty seven cents less for that week of training. No, I just kept what I, I kept saying. I just kept I'm taking playing, this off uh, your bill, Rob. <laughs> every every time we got in the truck, I just kept playing. Look at this photograph. <laughs> I mean, Nickelback is better than Ben Halen. We all know that. That's just science. You know, actually, it's funny. Every time, uh, every time he would dive in the box, I'd play Panama (laughs) on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) That distract him at all? Because I'll use that. I need that. uh, That info. No. Yeah. Nothing distracts that guy. No. Nothing. Yeah. There's got to be something. You know, I'll tell you something. That is something that. I haven't figured out how to do yet. Um, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Win nationals 10 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a four banger. Yeah. In a four banger. Um, no, um, is the mental game, man. And that, that's what I think separates like a lot of the, that's what separates like, honestly, I think like, like no, 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 that's you, Jeff and all any of us, but I think that's se- what's really what separates like us and Craig and Jeff bourbon and, um, Goody, Rob, Jim, and all them is like they just have this different mental game when it comes to like zoning in. Um, 
like I don't have, I say I don't have, but trying to find that routine that really can just push distractions out. That's kind of like the big, um, the big thing. Maybe like, you know, I wonder if like Luke Penner charge like chugs a bottle of maple syrup before he, oh, he does to do that. Cause like, yeah. he's like partially getting diabetes. So he's just trying to make sure he's going to live through the sequence. Luke That's Penner distraction has, is. <laughs> Luke, Luke Penner has, has, um, you know, I can't he, talk bad about him because I need my Mars bars. Yeah, we're gonna have to TSA that shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. What do you call Dude, that, that when like? So, yeah, what's that? So melted when he gave it to me. It was a very <laughs> sweet gesture, and it was delicious. But it was melted in his pocket. What do you call it when like a priest the denim really heats it up? When a priest <laughs> blesses holy water, what is that? There's like a religious term for that. But what you were saying before is you know Luke Luke before he flies. He has blessed maple syrup <laughs> that he like, you know, like got a, you know, like what they do, like when the and they, priest, they shake it on the, yeah, they shake it, it. <laughs> he shakes, he shakes little sprinkles of maple syrup on his airplane before he flies. That's what he does. You know, but they're gonna have the whole watch him eat it's denim be the whole gang this year, right? Because they've got Luke, and Ryan, <laughs> Jesse, uh, Christopher in it. Yep, they're coming. Yep. Oh my god, I hear Jesse Max flying really well. Yeah, he just commented on my thing about. Me having to chill out. I guess he's flying advanced. It sounds like <sighs> fucking Canadians. Yeah, man. Ryan Chapman too. Like uh, th- these guys are. Uh, yeah, they're bringing it. I'm just. I'm at a loss of words. But there's going to be a lot of denim, and there's going to be a lot of hockey playing on the ramp. That's, and I'm not looking forward to that. It's a distraction. Yeah. Real distraction. Yeah, it, they're just they're they're going to be riding snowmobiles. Saying send it. Like, bro, there's no snow. Yeah. Salina, Kansas. It's fucking Kansas, dude. Why'd you bring a snowmobile? Oh, man. Yeah. What else did they do? They're going to try to, like, um, they're going to be core drilling some holes, doing ice fishing. It's this pavement, dude. There's no yeah. fish down there. What are you doing? It's dirt, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. What is this? A, what is this? A moot? That's not my guy, guy. That's not my guy, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. We should just just call him Terrence and Philip. Just call all the Canadians Terrence and Philip. Like when Luke walks by, I say, "What's up, Terrence and Philip? What's up, T? What's up, Philip? MP. Oh my god, guys, we've we've hit two hours. Yeah, and I know we can keep going. Um, what else do we need to talk about before? I mean, we're right now. Uh, this is going to come out basically two weeks before the start of nationals on the second. Uh, I think so. Everybody think, right now is is last last minute camps, right? Yeah. Last minute critiques, getting the flights in before they start gearing up and packing up. I just started um, training to be honest. I just today was the first day I hit it hard. I'm like, oh, I'm way behind. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm I'm I'll be posting videos. I enjoy posting the videos. I think I think there's a lot of people that like to see these underpowered planes. Do, I like the videos that, that are funny. Dude, I love them. You know that I, I still I like think, all the videos. I love I will forever. My f- favorite ever video I've ever wrong. made was the the camp. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong way. And you know, there's a funny. I, I'm gonna have to post find the video and post it. I've got the cockpit video of when he told me to roll right like three times, and then he said, "No, you did it wrong." And I said, "I did." And then I have a video cockpit video of me in the plane with my hand thinking and rolling my hand around in the cockpit to see if I rolled right. I fly back around and then do it the wrong way again. Oh, that's classic. That is 
That is freaking awesome. So that should be the uh, that should be the the title of this one. Wrong way. Wrong way. <laughs> Wrong way. Well, what's Marco's nickname? What was Wrong his man. name again? Tuffy Tuckers. No, instead God, of I don't remember now. No, instead of fat tires, fucker Tuckers. Fucker Tuckers. <laughs> Tucker tire. Tucker tire. Tucker tire. Oh man. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and and Marco, dude, your videos are awesome. Like <sighs> the content, I, I was I was saying this when when um, Rob, um, you know, um, posted that he uh, was gonna start doing like kind of a subscription model premium content thing. I think I think the more people that post uh, yeah, videos, got, I, I'll, I'll tell you, their journey, some, the better. He's got some cool content coming. I was pretty fortunate to see some of it, and he's got some really cool content coming. So, um, and I, like I'll be honest, uh, a lot. I'm not telling you guys. Tell me so I don't. Have, not... Tell me so that people don't have to pay ten dollars. Exactly. <laughs> what's, your, what's your password? <laughs> what's your What's your login? You guys pay me twenty dollars, and then I'll give yeah. you ten dollars back, and then you pay me twenty again. No. I'm gonna make no, like a second, really cool... a second Rob Holland I, I, Instagram. Yeah, it's it's some really cool content coming, and the other thing about it too is like it's not just like acro geese. Like if you're air show guy, if you're a military like buff guy, like that's kind of the big thing is that just it's a wide variety of yeah. Um, kind of his real life on the road. I think what a lot of people are going to enjoy about it. Let so. me ask you guys a question. Speaking of uh, our reigning, okay, however many champion, would it be bad now that I'm starting the national thing um, in the limited? Like it doesn't matter. Nobody really looks at the number of what you place, but if I put like seven, oh no, what, how many people are there? So if I put like 15th place national champion, like, and it's every time I went to, I went to nationals, like 16 times, it would look good on my tail. Because people hey, just see yeah, it. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I always forever say to people, I well, everyone's gonna know now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I always tell people, yeah, my first contest, I got third place. Like, oh, awesome. Well, how many people are there? I'm like, there was three people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you should. I don't ever tell. Forget. I don't ever tell. I don't ever tell them there was three people. I just tell people <laughs> I got third place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell them the second part. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so no. Yeah. Yeah, I you can it. seem cool. I, I mean, like it. you say, I, I think like you, I, I always, I always love the way you say, it, Jeff. And you know, now I got kids and stuff. It's like we're all gonna go to nationals. We're all gonna pe- uh, compete, and um, you know, one of us, uh, one of someone's gonna come home national champion, and when they go back to work on Monday, nobody's gonna give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. Be like, hey, hey, Dumpy. Did you did you turn in that form yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what they're gonna ask. They're not gonna be like that. Yeah, you know? my, then, my national like, trophy. You forgot the cover sheet to your GPS <laughs> report. Yeah. Exactly. I actually just saw my national trophy like a couple months ago. It's in like a storage. <laughs> See. <laughs> and and like you know, and you at your your cafe store, you're like, oh yeah, you know, you want this pumpkin spice? Well, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Yeah, just got made. National champion. Yeah, just so you know, <laughs> I'm a national champion. This You're is a like, champion. What? This Aerobatics? is a champion PCL what? made by a champion. And that ca- <laughs> yeah. caffeine addicted slut that wanted it was. I'm no tip for. Just give me my freaking drink. I need it. <laughs> that uh, that kind of sounded. That kind of sounded like a personal experience that you had lately. Is that is that what that was? Every day. Was a little too. That was a little, that was a little aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Every day. Every day. I gotta uh, go through the milk choices. That's what gets me. Freaking milk choices. Have, I had a woman ask me. Have, I've said this before. Milk? No, they asked me for cashew milk the other day. I couldn't take it. We have like six different milks, <laughs> but we don't carry cashew milk. And she was upset. I'm like, can't well, one of the others. I think you need to start carrying cashew milk. 
God, how do you even get milk out of a cashew? Fucking Rob's up there you with milk cat, anything with nipples. Rob, <laughs> Rob brings cashews into just inside tumbles the shit out of them and they start dripping milk. <laughs> <laughs> he starts getting uh he's starts getting his like title sponsor is freaking uh yeah i don't well i don't even know i don't know a soy milk or cashew milk yes maker, silk. do you yeah, want silk. Cashew, yeah 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 do you want your cashew milk nice and smooth get a whirlwind propeller yeah. <laughs> so irrelevant do you like turning cashews into liquid yeah Champion spark plugs. Champion spark plugs. <laughs> Keep going. You won't, you won't kill it. Please. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. One more. One more, Mark. Come on. You got this. You got one all more. Right, right now. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> Come on. You got this. Come on. Everybody's listening right now. Don't let them down. Don is listening. You want to get real dirty with cashews? Hooker harness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're clutch. clutch. How was that? How was that? That was, that was good. Epic. That was good. Yeah. You don't have to fly a contest right. ever for that one. <laughs> yes. No, he does. He <laughs> off does. the hook. He's not off the off hook. hook. Well, hey, first, that, of all, um, first of all, first of all, if, if, if Endo beats Petro, we know Mark. Not if, Petro. when. <laughs> yeah. That would so be on October on October eighth when Endo beats Someday, Petro, someday, that's someday. What that, <laughs> that, that I will be thoroughly disappointed. I'll have to get he will replace Jeff on the podcast. <laughs> oh man, the bad jokes are. I'm biting my tongue. Uh, I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, God. Marco. Let's yeah. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, uh, where can people follow you? Cause you, you post a lot of cool stuff, dude. Um, you're a really, really fun person to follow and watch, uh, your flying progression and, and your journey, especially all the way up uh, to national. So how can people follow you? Uh, so Instagram is just M as in Mike. And then my last name, B O U W. I love how he uses a S- different name than his real name. <laughs> I was just going to say, why didn't you use Ms. Marco? <laughs> it's the fucking phonetic alphabet. We're, we're pilots. <laughs> M as in marmalade. M, M as, as in moon. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Uh, R as in Robert Lozier. M uh, as in mongoose. Yeah. Yeah. E as in Tijuana. <laughs> e as in elephant. I can't even do this now. Oh, man. T as in Tucker. <laughs> Tucker, yeah. M as in Marco, as in fat Tucker. M as in Marco, you're fat. B as in boy, Wait, that's is, a hefty kid. O as in I, oh my god, get out the way. You as in you better get on a diet. What did he say? What did he say? What were the exact? I forget the quote. What he said is like you better lose weight before he said, you can no, fit he in there. He said no, no. He said he's like well, you got to fit into one of those first. Oh my god. Kind of yeah. God. He has no chill. No chill, nah, man. No chill. Yeah. Just you know he, he's from California. He hates he hates Southerners. You know exactly. It's fair. Were you wearing uh, the yeah, Confederate uh, flag? <laughs> that might have no, done I, pro- it <laughs> I probably had like the St. George flag somewhere because I'm British. Oh. oh. Yeah. That should have worked in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> should have been like right out. If we ever get if Sean Tucker ever comes on this podcast, we are I'm bringing, That's going to be one of the first things. Like hey. Um, welcome to the podcast. 
Mark's gonna be really professional. This, this kid, this kid wanted to be so much like you. He jumped out of a plane as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be like, does Marco Bao ring a bell to you, or the Taco Bell to you? <laughs> the taco bell to you. <laughs> does he ring the Taco Bell? <laughs> did, did, did you ask for hot or mild salsa? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. Man. Anyways, but yeah, uh, Instagram, uh, M Bowser, <laughs> M B O U W S E R. Okay, is on Instagram, and then just my uh, first and last name on Facebook. I love it. I love give him it. a follow, guys. Give yeah. him a follow. Give him a like. Subscribe. It's awesome. I love it. And uh, Beth, I'm going to subscribe right now. Marco, good luck. Even... We're going to see you at nationals. Yeah, but no, uh, good. good luck, dude. Yeah, hey, you're gonna. Sure, we'll be uh, recording, so you come on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, like I said, oh, oh, gladly, gladly hop on. So, yeah, sweet. In fact, all right, guys. What? No, I was gonna say there's some some heavy hitters coming out to come on the podcast. Yeah, you know, you guys still there suck some at heavy hitters podcast. coming. I know because you guys are so bad. Well, at that. We we have we're so many ideas, it, and we then we're supposed to end it ten minutes ago. <laughs> 10 minutes ago i know time. i know this and this is this is not the most egregious offender either no we've had worse i can't get off until you guys get off so well that's what she that's said what she said all right <laughs> Damn it. um yes no, end it. Quick. that's it that's it <laughs> all right thank you to lift aviation usa for uh, sponsoring the podcast by the way this is going to come out on uh today is wednesday it's going to come out on friday the uh 16th um air races are in full uh full swing in reno guys reno air races 2022 um i might try to zip out my work schedule is kind of changing so i might try to zip out and say hi but uh guys if you're in reno go visit lift at the lift booth yep. say hi tell them fly cool shit said hey uh tell them mark's mark and jeff said hey um use the promo code fly cool shit for 25 percent off on the website www.liftaviationusa.com and Good luck to everybody racing out there this week. And, um, man, I can't wait to see everybody at Nationals here in a couple weeks. Yeah, so excited. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Can we stick a fork in this one officially? Oh, God, I just have so many Tucker jokes still. <laughs> so, okay, can we stick a fork in this uh, meatloaf here? <laughs> All right, Shepherd's guys. Pie. Shepherd's we'll, uh, we'll t- Shepherd, there, oh yeah yeah of course yeah we got we got to keep it uh we got to keep it uh european over here um all right guys um marco thanks so much for coming on dude hey, yeah no worries i appreciate it. it was a blast love it it was fun man we'll talk to you all next week thank you for listening to another episode of fly cool shit be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 